Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. yesterday you know, know what i mean like i sat over it and i'm like i can't even uh, i couldn't even before i started evening you know what yeah. i mean like, oh my god well we received another message did we in our inbox oh it's it's what's his name dude thank you so much for the information i'll check them out and maybe you guys can do a review later in the future when you have both systems to try Thanks again, and can't wait for the E3 podcast. Well, we're here to please. And uh, you go pay for them headsets? (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I'll do a review if you send them out. Yeah, I'm going to use my iPod earbuds. Real talk. (laughs) It's like, so I got these these headphones real quick. I had to cut the wire and splice them myself. (laughs) One one ear don't work right, and the other one's staticky. But you know what? They're working pretty good. (laughs) Hold on. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you got to change duct tape from time to time but you know you know i would do stuff like that if it was like 90s return policies where you could just buy something and then return it and they give you money back all right yeah but they don't do that anymore like now it's like Uh-oh. store credit and all this bullshit like, fuck right. that <laughs> you know I, I wouldn't mind doing that uh all right ready for this yeah all right welcome everybody to the lazy geeks podcast here on the lazy geeks network our 2015 E3 recap. Insert echo here, 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 here. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> E3. E3. Ow. Snap into a Slim Jim. Uh, that hurt a little bit. That hurt you? <clears throat> you okay now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, uh, welcome everybody i'm steven vargas i'm adam riley still still 
No changes. No changes. In 195 pulled, episodes, he's still. I haven't same. pulled a. I haven't pulled a Caitlyn Jenner quite yet. So. <laughs> but he's thinking about it. Adamina Riley. Oh Jesus. Adamina. Adamina. Adamina mamacita. I wouldn't want to turn into a woman because I'd be breaking hearts. You understand what I'm talking about? I hear you. I hear you. You know. It is what it is, dude. Yeah. Gotta do it. It really isn't. But um. <laughs> Yeah, so this is our big E3 fucking extravaganza fucking just D- double stupid recap. Of- it's just ridiculous. We're going to talk about every fucking – this is every one, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. we're going to talk about every um, presentation. Letter for letter. So we're going to start our the first of five hours. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I really hope not. <laughs> um, we're going – Balls deep, my friends. Balls deep. Yep. We're not playing nope, just nope. a tip with this. Exactly. I was just going to go. <laughs> I was That's just right. going to say that. Uh, but before we get into all that, we want to just kind of touch base on a few things before we get into the meat. Yeah. The shaft, if you will, oh. of, of the podcast. A lot of sexual in your window today. Of course. And I like it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got the lube already. Got the candles burning. Oh. Ready to throw on the very white. Oh. <laughs> or Lionel Richie, you know. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. Oh, shit. <laughs> that note went somewhere, but it sure as hell didn't come out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, uh, first of all, we've been getting quite a few comments and questions this last week. We want to thank you guys for uh, for doing that. That really... That really allows us to uh, feel good about ourselves, or let me let, let me let me rephrase that: feel better about ourselves. We already feel good about ourselves. Yeah, I feel and, great. Really. Yeah. So you guys, you know, asking us questions or just saying, you know, how awesome we are, that's great. That's great, and it it makes us feel great, uh, a little better than what we normally feel, which is still I mean, pretty damn good, though. We already know, but. It's so good to hear it. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. So keep those uh, keep those questions and comments coming. We're getting them from our Facebook page, from the website themselves. So up for anything, let us know. So keep them going. And also, this is episode 195, five episodes away from the groundbreaking 200. The groundbreaking. I don't know what we'll be doing. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea either. There's a couple things pondering in my head, but I'm trying to think of logistics. Like, would it work? Because uh, that's like, what, the middle of July? Actually, I figured it out. And it's going to be the first week of August. First week of August. Because we're taking the 4th of July weekend off. So mm-hmm. pushes everything to the first uh, first Monday of August. We're taking, we're taking the 4th of July weekend off. And Steve's probably going to have barbecue. He's going to hang out with people, socialize. I'm going to play World of Warcraft (laughs) and see if they have, like, an event going on. You know? (laughs) It's – you know it's sad when, like – when I – here's a quick story. When I lived in L.A. and I I lived with my um, wife's mother for a time. And no, she didn't live with me. I lived with her. Um, yeah, you always said no, no. She lives with me. No, nah, see, she my roommate, homie. <laughs> no, <Nah>, um, <laughs> it's like sure, pal. Um, I wasn't paying rent, you know, so I don't know why I added that, but that's how that's to prove how sad my shit was going on at that time. Anyway, 
she doesn't um her religion they don't celebrate holidays it's kind of like jehovah witness but it's not but whatever so you know christmas sucks more (laughs) right so christmas came around not one decoration there's no tree there's no no hanukkah shit and not even kwanzaa there was nothing going on it was bleak because you look at my house and nothing. You look outside and it's ding, 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 ding. Like everyone else is all in it. So I, got, I hopped on World of Warcraft at the time. And they have the, like the Winter Veil Festival. And that was my Christmas for that year. <laughs> you know, I got my present under the tree in, in uh, Stormwind. And I was <laughs> softly crying to myself. You know. What so. did I do? <laughs> Divorce was considered. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, now we celebrate holidays because I got my own place and uh, suck a dick. You know what I mean? Pretty much. But um, yeah, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably be playing. I well, we're recording this on Sunday, of course, to be released on Monday. And of course, Monday, for those of you, if you go to like GameStop and stuff like that, we'll be p- picking up that. Batman Arkham Knight, and uh, oh yeah! I pre-ordered mine, and the guy looks at me and he's like, "Do you want to pick it up on Tuesday or do you want to pick it up on Monday?" And then I looked at him, I raised my eyebrow and go, "Okay, you've got my interest. What? You have <laughs> and, my attention?" And at GameStop, they do the bit where if you come in before they close, you get a final receipt. And then just before they close, they put all the pre-order people in line in numerical order based on their their final receipts. And then you just go in, they hand you your copy, you're out the door in 10 minutes. How long does it take to set up the line? I don't know, but... They got to look at everyone's receipt. Well, yeah, they come in in a line, a single file line, and you just kind of grab, you know, you get your copy and go. So guys, the guy says, he goes, yeah, he goes, he goes, more often times, you know, you're out of there in like 15 minutes. So he goes, it's really fast. So, I mean, you figure with game stuff, they probably have it set up to like a fucking, you know, military style coordination, you know. Um, so I'm going to be picking it up Monday night and then be tired as fuck on Tuesday when I go into work because Girl's I was hard. because I'll be playing Arkham Knight. But, you know, first world problems. That's what that's what it comes down to. First world problems or first world solutions. It's, yeah, that's you understand? right. I hear you. So I have that, and then I just got uh, Battlefield Hardline from Gamefly. So when I get a little tired of Batman or beat it, I will turn it over to <laughs> hmm. to uh, to Hardline. So I think you'll beat it before you get tired of it. Probably. Let's, let's probably. be honest. I mean, I'm looking at the trailer. Dude, this last trailer I saw was um, I don't know if you've seen the live action trailer that they had. Where, yeah, I did. Yeah, where it's like people being like, you know, like gangs and taking over and stuff like that. Then also like be a solution and like people start standing up against the people that are doing bad and then at the end it's like be the batman yeah i was like fuck yeah i want this game now i want to be the batman the batman yeah it's like swear to me you play too long it's like i am batman and i start start getting a little too deep you know dive it off roofs and shit (laughs) batman couldn't even do that stop (laughs) (laughs) i'm parkour batman what parkour batman (laughs) Uh, and uh, if you guys checked out the uh, uh, BBC on Twitter or Instagram, you saw the little quick teaser f- that Doctor Who will be returning this fall. So that means three months until Doctor Who returns. 
Um, so that'll be pretty awesome. And I kind of miss the fact that it's not coming back during the summer. I always liked it when it came on during summer because it gave me something to fucking watch. Yeah, that's true. Because there's really nothing going on anywhere else. No, and then when fall starts, that's when all the new shows start. And my DVR gets full by that point, but whatever. So, yeah, so Doctor Who will be coming back for its ninth season, and we'll all be waiting for that. Uh, we know Missy's coming back, so that's going to be cool. See how, see how her and the Doctor get along after she totally bogus him on the, the location of Gallifrey. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. We all knew that was going to happen. Anyway. Fucking women, though, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not, not Jenna Coleman. That's... Oh, no, no. She's different. Yeah, she's special. <laughs> so exactly. All right, so, so she can get it. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> she's about that life. That's what <laughs> All right, so we jump into our E3 recap. Hold on, I'm busy right now. Technical difficulties. <laughs> he closed the browser. No, no, no. I'm. I'm uh, I thought we were talking for a little longer, and I'm in the middle of refilling my vaporizer, and wow. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't move one hand. At all. It's 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 a whole thing, you know. It's <laughs> I'm done though. I reload it like motherfuckers reload their gun because I'm always ready for war. You understand what I'm talking about, dude? Can't all shoot right. guns for shit, but give me a vaporizer. That's right. <laughs> I got that thing on tight. I don't know how to shoot guns in real life, but I was pretty good at Donkey or Donkey Kong. Fuck. <laughs> Duck hunt. <laughs> Damn. I'm still thinking about those stupid pixel trailers that I saw today. Got me fucked up. Oh, that was hilarious. I don't want to talk about it. Who's the first who's the first presentation? <laughs> first one up to bat is Microsoft. Microsoft. They kind of came hard, dude. Dude, Microsoft and it's funny too, because they well, aside from Bethesda, because Bethesda was actually Sunday. Um but Bethesda made an appearance at Microsoft's though. Yeah, well just yeah. showing off Fallout 4. Yeah. But Microsoft, yeah, definitely came out strong this uh, this time out the gate. I mean, of course, first they shot out with Halo Five Guardians. Hey, that shit looks fucking super hot. It, if you haven't seen seen it, oh, by the way, for most of these, if not all of them, uh, no, actually, most of these, we have their presentation trailers on the website, theleadsgeeks.com. Yeah, with a full breakdown underneath. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you'll notice Steve's and my, and who did what because Steve's is all organized, has like headers, and mine's just like, all right, here we go. <laughs> I just I just tell you everything that happened. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's uh, verbal diarrhea from Adam. Right. Mine even says the quick and dirty version. I only did I only did two of them though, so you know. But yeah, you know, um, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, it's funny because this is the 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 game itself. It really is just about. A team of uh, a team of guardians trying to find Master Chief. Uh, they have some really cool stuff. The if you watch the co-op demo, looks really cool. Yeah, the but fact that, if I remember correctly, they're looking for Master Chief like he's that villain though. Yeah, so and he's doing something they don't want him to do. Exactly, and you're finding little clues and getting over there. The cool thing about the the co-op mission is the fact that you're you're playing an actual cast. You're not playing random people like you yeah. usually see in multiplayer. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, but they also discussed a 24-player multiplayer mode called Warzone, which nice. basically has you guys going up against an AI-controlled enemy. Uh, and the maps are supposed to be like four times bigger than all the previous maps. And this is basically Halo or 343 Industries stepping their game up a little bit, trying to keep pace with um, 
the Call of Duty and and mostly Battlefield when it comes to the multi level matches. I think yeah. Battlefield goes up to like sixty four people. So yeah. stupid. I know it's like, ridiculous. It's, it's like, it's, I, don't even, it's, I don't even know that many people. How the no, <laughs> I played I played Battlefield. I think it was three. And it was one of those those big matches. It's a fucking bloodbath. You don't even know where you're getting shot from. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. And as soon as you get a vehicle, you're shot right the fuck down. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. <laughs> By the way, this is very important. I don't remember her name, but the one who came out for 343 Industries can get it. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> and Steve agreed with me, but he was trying to be bashful about it. But, you know. Well, yeah, somebody's got to show some restraint amongst the two. That ain't going to be me. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, fun in that. Yeah, I know, right? But uh, it looks like it really looks like you know, three four three and Microsoft are really kind of making this their Call of Duty, their their specific title, and utilizing the power of the Xbox One. So, you know, this this could be a good turning point for Microsoft, and came out strong, showing out Halo because uh, absolutely, I mean, it's an exclusive title to Microsoft, so right. why not start with that? But Looking really good, Nathan Fillion. You're playing one of the Nathan Fillion characters. That's that's pretty badass. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's, it's really good. It looks really good. And honestly, of course, it's an E3 presentation, so you, you know, it's it's very flashy and whatnot. But um, three four three look like they're not fucking around because I know the the previous Halo it was good, but there was a a few of the fans were kind of upset about a couple of different things and. Felt like they kind of didn't didn't go go all in basically, but yeah. this one looks like they're they're like a hundred percent about that life. Like it, it looks. <laughs> right. it, I haven't been. I wasn't really excited for the last Halo. This one. This one's got me going. Hmm, maybe I need to get that Xbox One real quick. Exactly. That that's when I saw this Halo. I was like, ooh, because I've never played a Halo, and I've had Xbox One, Xbox or Xbox Xbox 360, and I've never really been too pulled into the Halo game because to me it was more of like a regular shooter with some you know cool little things in there, but. This actually has me kind of piqued my interest, if you will. I always like the story. Like I've I've read a few of the books. Um, it's a really well fleshed out universe. Um, it's it's cool, and I, I like I like the little details in it. Um, like one one of them is it's it's in the future, obviously. Right. And um, but the humans still use bullets. And I they were there was this interview a long time ago. I don't remember who they were talking to. It was somebody on the team. This was back when uh, Bungie was doing it. And they're like, oh, why did you choose bullets? At the end, it's like, well. Why would humanity move away from bullets? They work. Yeah, you know, it's kind of more of a logical fuck, way of looking fuck at it. Up with logic, <laughs> right? Like, why does everyone in the future have to use fucking lasers and shit? You know what I mean? Right. So it was, it was just little stuff like that, and it, the whole story behind Master Chief and how he was made and all this. It's just crazy, dude. Like, I, I'm, I'm excited about this one. I really want to know why Master Chief's the bad guy. Yeah, like, what's he doing? You know, or are we playing the bad guys? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, so um, let's go on to that next one, though, because yeah. that one was cool looking. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, Microsoft has um, announced a new IP uh, called ReCore. Right. There was a, a trailer um, presented during the E3. Didn't really give a whole lot, uh, but it's by the people that brought you Mega Man and Metroid Prime. Uh, the game is a cinematic trailer. It's very much a cinematic trailer. Uh, it sets in a desert environment and uh, follows a nomad protagonist in a series of robot sidekicks, which are powered by a blue glowing ball. Um, and yeah, so 
I mean, visually it looked cool, a little abstract as far as, you know, like the uh, the art style. The art style and just the way the robots were done, but one thing and and it has to be a mechanic in the game um when it comes out, but it looks like the orb is is the actual the the robotic entity and then you could just plug it into a different machine because that's what they did she had like a dog like a robot dog that dog sacrificed itself to save her and then she just picks up its blue orb and just threw it into this like other robot right and 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 that the dog came back as that robot so if that that would be an interesting mechanic to fuck around with yeah i saw yeah i know i saw that too and like within the short time you kind of was like oh the dog's kind of cute and then you're like the dog's gonna do what you know yeah it pulled some feel strings yeah so it it looks interesting um i can't wait to see more about it uh especially when we start getting into like gameplay trailers and stuff like that um i i'm really interested in seeing more about this but i didn't really see a a release date on that yet it just Mm -hmm. was kind of like really nothing they just played the cinematic and that was it yeah so uh Moving on to the next, the big news that came out of yeah. X, of of E3 basically has been backwards compatibility. Uh, Xbox One uh, announced it uh, during their uh, that uh, press conference that they were going to bring backwards compatibility to the Xbox Ones for 360 games. Uh, slowly, games are going to be released for the console. All you need to do is insert the original disc into your system, and it'll download the digital version of the game. And then you're ready to go. They, and every every game, every game that's going to be playable, you can either put the disc in or you could just purchase it um, on the Xbox Live, right? Which I thought was cool. I love how they added the discs in though, because you can hit GameStop up. Yeah. And like one game they were showing off was the original Mass Effect, which is a great game. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, you could pick up Mass Effect for like eight bucks. Yeah. You know, so I mean, if you miss titles back in the day or whatever. I think it's great for people, too, who have either some old Xbox 360 games. Like, I don't think it's that big of a deal for someone who doesn't have a 360. Right. You know what I mean? Cause, yeah. Or I know this is probably going to piss a lot of people off that traded in all that shit already. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> yeah, much. So we'll and, see what happens. Yeah, and they've already announced a few games. If you go to the la- um, LazyGeeks.com, we listed a few of those games. Um, also... Uh, yeah, it, they, they've already released a few, and they expect to have at least 100 games by the time Christmas rolls around. And according to the uh, E3 thing, that, they, that the developers have nothing to do. Like, all they have to do is just give Microsoft permission, and Microsoft will do all the work for them. So, yeah. And it's, it's actually really cool, too, because some of the games that are announced coming out for the Xbox ones are going to release Xbox 360 versions as free content. Right. Because and that's the compatibility. Exactly. And that's the thing, too, is all of these games are being handled by Microsoft, which means you're going to have a uniform um, feeling to uh, what each game can actually do with the Xbox One. So they're, they're all going to have the, the like screenshot integration and, and stuff like that. So they're going to feel like they belong on the Xbox One. And right. I think that was a really good detail for them to focus on because a lot of times like with backwards compatibility on previous consoles it you always knew you really weren't supposed to be playing this game on this console <laughs> right like it, it, the controller was kind of funny and and stuff like that yeah. so i think uh, microsoft's really stepping it up for this and it's a smart move for them yeah, it is a smart move for them we'll get into later as how much of a game changer this is 
mm-hmm. uh, for that, and uh, you know we'll we'll talk about that at, at the end of the at the end of the show. Um, next one, Elite Controller. What? Yeah, um, this had a lot of this had a lot of market friendly buzzwords attached to it. <laughs> I know, right? It's like if you were to tag this in a post, it'd be Xbox One Elite Controller, Elite mm-hmm. Controller <laughs> uh, customization. Uh, Microsoft uh, revealed the new controller that was designed for basically elite gamers. This this is like pro level accuracy. They called it uh, limitless customization. So this one promised, and the video was actually looks like the the modified D pad, uh, the hair trigger locks, the multiple pads on the bottom where you can actually customize these flaps to give those fingers that sit underneath the controller, those three fingers, the ability to do something else. Um, right. Thumbstick sensi- um, sensitivity. Because if you notice, like, everybody always says the PlayStation uh, joysticks are really sensitive, and Xbox has always been, you know, stiffer. There's more, there's more, um, there's more pushback yeah. on Xbox. And it's, it's, um, a lot of people like that. I mean, I've gotten used to PlayStation. Doesn't really bother me. You have to use them differently. Yeah. Like, like with PlayStation, you're more your thumbs are more on the center of the sticks, and you're kind of just gliding around. Right. With the Xbox, you're more pushing pushing the sticks where you want them to go. Yeah. Both work fine. It's it's more of a personal preference thing than anything else. And uh, but these are not cheap. <laughs> they no, start man. at one forty nine ninety nine. Now, keep in mind, if you're just a, a, a casual gamer, because I, I actually talked to a guy at work who I mentioned this to him. And he's like, oh, that sounds cool. But as he started, and you could tell he's a gamer because he started putting his hands in like the positioning of the Xbox. And he's like, I don't really think I have the coordination to like use the pads on the bottom right. as well as like the triggers. Because that requires a different wiring in the brain of being able to multitask. And and that that actually brings my my point is the two things. Okay, most of this controller, people are gonna buy because it says Elite on it. All right, that's that's perfectly fine. But I think the two things that are great on this controller, um, is the hair trigger locks. I think that's a really good feature, uh, especially for well, most of these are for F- most of these things are for FPS. Um, and the paddles are great. I mean, especially battle changeable and yeah, yeah. And it just, you can use them for racing or you can use them for like throttle control in, in a, in a aircraft or whatever. Um, but for me, I have to see reviews and right before I can really say anything. Cause a lot of times these super pro con- controllers come out and they're just a lot of bullshit. Yeah. You know, so, but we'll see. I mean, this is the first time Microsoft's really tried to make, like a secondary game, like more pro controller. So right. who knows, you know? Yeah. Uh, so the next one that came out was Bethesda. Right. And uh, they were obviously talking about Fallout 4. Right. Uh, and in an effort to connect X- Windows 10 gaming and Xbox One, Bethesda announced mods created for the PC in Fallout 4 will be supported on the Xbox One. This was very interesting for me because this is actually, and they didn't really play it up too much, but this is showing off the integration that Windows 10 is going to have with the Xbox One, and it has me very excited um, to see. But sporting wood right now. Well, you know that's yeah. pretty much all the time. But, oh, that's true. Um, <laughs> that is a big deal. 
because yeah. a lot of times, like you know, Steve knows. Yeah. I I got Skyrim on the PC because of mods, you yeah. know, and there's certain games that I do that for. But if they're gonna do this, then because I do, I do for especially games like Fallout where I'm gonna be playing for a long time. I like to be on the console because I got a big, a nice 55 inch. I sit on the couch, you know, and, and relax. You know what yeah. I mean? But if they can do that, that would be fucking awesome, man. And that was one of the things that, you know, you always hear gamers, speci- specifically PC gamers, on why they don't play console versions of this because of the mods. Customization and, in general. Yeah. And the, the fact that they're actually going to allow that, inter, that interconnection between the two really is cool. I mean, doesn't really mean much to me because I don't really play PC gaming all that much. Um, but it is, I, I know the importance of it. And I think that that's just extremely extremely cool and showing off that like look you know we're we want people to have kind of a a streamlined experience so whether you play it with on the xbox one or the pc you're golden well the thing is too is you have um microsoft for the longest time has kept their gaming division and their PC division very separate. Now they had games for Windows, but that completely flopped. <laughs> yeah. um, they were trying to have like a Steam kind of thing going on, and it just wasn't happening. Yeah. But now they're they finally realize that they're missing a huge opportunity by not having these two areas of their company merge together because um, everybody has a computer. Right. And most everybody has Windows. Let's be honest. Sorry, yeah. Mac guys, but you know, <laughs> right. most mostly everybody has a fucking Cause Windows think, computer. Because think about it. When everybody says, yeah, Windows PC. Exactly. So, you know. And everyone who doesn't bootleg is going to get Windows 10 in July. Right. You know, so it's – that the whole thing. Like Microsoft's just been showing off in the slick little things that they're doing. They're going to give everyone Windows 10 for free. So all these new fucking features they're coming out, pretty much everyone's going to get. Right. You know, unless they're, you know, bootlegs or they, they don't use Windows or they're those weird people that are like, I'm not switching. Windows XP is the best. You know, st- silly shit. You know, I I'm use not Windows. switching. I'm not switching. I have the original Xbox and it works fine. <laughs> That's right. I have the original Xbox. I play um, a Game Boy Color and I use Windows 98 special edition bitches <laughs> I know. you know because i like, don't i don't skimp out i go for the special edition jesus i actually uh, install i install windows windows 95 in a vm not too long ago messing oh, around god we've come a long way people <laughs> i remember i remember when you did that uh, it's just so ugly <laughs> took you couldn't load half the websites you, you use now oh it was every website was complaining like you need to upgrade right now like <laughs> but I one even for, said what are you doing but see, for below XP, I don't even think you can get Chrome or Firefox anymore. Oh, yeah. Because the, the whole thing, the whole system changed when XP came out, you know, so whatever. With that, now we're getting off into some bullshit. But <laughs> uh, One other thing for Fallout, um, but Fallout 3 will be included in the Xbox One version of Fallout 4 due to their backwards compatibility. Right. So, yeah, if you haven't That played- is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then they're not the only ones that are doing that, so that's that's pretty cool. Uh, so now you're just getting free fucking games. I know, not, you know. Um, of course, uh, Microsoft debuted the trailer for 
Bandai Namco's sequel to the Dark Dark Souls. Right. The publisher show, showed a pre-rendered trailer for Dark Souls 3 with the tagline, Now Only Embers Remember, or Remain. Uh, it'll be, it's confirmed that Dark Souls 3 will come out for the Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and, P- and Windows PC through Steam. And also that the series creator Hidaki Maizaki will return to direct the sequel. That's set release date is for early 2016. So, uh, so we got that confirmed, and and that's kind of Dark, Dark Souls. Dark Souls is great for people who like that old school dungeon crawler feel too. Oh yeah, I'm excited about that one coming out. You really want to get your ass kicked all the time by a Dark Souls game. <laughs> but, uh, if, if you're if you're just into masochism, there you go. That's the there game you to go. get for you. Um, of course, what's uh, uh, Xbox presentation without a Forza game? Uh, the sixth edition of the game will be coming out on September 15, 2015. The game will take to 26 real-life locations around the world in more than 450 cars and will support 24-person multiplayer gaming. They went all fucking out on this presentation. They had dude that 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 presentation. Like the grandson of Henry Ford was there. Yeah, and then they had like what's that famous sports car that they were talking about? It was the Ford? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. G something or yeah. I don't know F one or I don't know. They lowered that shit right. They in that lowered that shit that... from the sky as they were talking, and then uh, the the kid of the grandson of Henry Ford was like. Um, you know, this is this is a, basically he said this is a really expensive car. Not everyone's going to be able to drive it, but we're very excited that we're going to have it in the game, right. so everybody can experience it. Because Forza is very accurate yeah. to to the, they they do a good thing, and I'm actually excited about this game. I don't even give a fuck about racing games. I don't, well, I told Adam after this, I go after watching this, it makes me want to play Forza. Like <laughs> so beautiful looking oh, too. Man. It looked re- just it, real life. The, yeah, the, the, the rendering was just amazing. Like it really looked. I'm like going to get the foot life. pedals and the steering wheel. <laughs> He's going to get a crash helmet just because. <laughs> you never know. Sit in the middle of the room with a crash helmet. Right. <laughs> Have the kids when you do the pit stop. <laughs> Faster, come on. Uh, and they also promised Forza 6 will run at, in 1080 at 60 frames per second. Mm-hmm. We'll see if they keep that up. But I think they will. I think they will. I think they've sorted out, sorted yeah. that out. Though you're seeing more games that are that aren't as limited. I don't know what was going on in the beginning. Uh, I don't know. I just don't think nobody really kind of knew how to do it. Now I think they want to kind of work the bugs out. Yeah. Mm. So Tom Clancy's The Division will be coming out on Xbox One, and you can get an early taste of the game in December with their Ubi- with the Ubisoft beta. Uh, there was no information as to how, uh, whether what they would need to meet certain criteria but uh as they did with the uh and as they did or with as they did with the assassin's creed beta if it will be just open or if you need certain criteria what have you but we'll probably different looking storyline for this one than usual tom clancy games yeah i was i'm actually interested in this as well because it's like society has fallen apart and this yeah. the division is this group that was activated right at the end yeah that's and that their, their whole mission was to when this happens they were to go active and try to bring, restore order to um to chaos the gaming the gameplay looks pretty much like any other to me it just kind of looked like any other like rainbow it, six kind of game yeah it looks like a tom clancy game, right but, but it's, it's, it's the story that's different the story was different and it actually felt a little compelling they did early on they had mentioned about uh the division companion app and those of you that played uh assassin's creed unity remembers there was a companion app for that too they have canceled that um mm-hmm. 
they uh, they said that for some reason the app was causing was having some compatibility issues and it was oh. interfering with gameplay and basically what it, the companion app was allowed you to do was to basically not in the game you could actually go into someone's team and provide aerial information so you were part of a drone squadron and was able to relay information to a team and help them out that would have been fucking cool too that, yeah but they said that there was compatibility issues and i guess they learned a lot from assassin's creed that they decided well you know what we won't push out shit shit to people and well uh, it could it could come out later too and they just don't want the release to be tainted with something silly like an app you know, it's cool, yeah. but it's not important enough to fuck up the whole release. Exactly. Um, speaking of Tom Clancy, Rainbow Six Siege uh, gets a bonus. So Ubisoft announced that anybody that picks up the Xbox One version of Rainbow Six Siege will get Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Vegas and uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Two for free. Uh, it's a nice deal, which again is due to the backwards compatibility. Damn, this fucking backwards compatibility shit is popping off, dude. Yeah. Everybody's getting free game. Don't expect this to keep going, though. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're not going to be doing this all the time, but. Yeah. One thing that was cool was uh, EA Access Vault was free for the before week. Of we E3. Even, before we even get into E3, the saddest room clap I've ever heard in my life. Like, <laughs> e, e, it's, EA. it's just. EA has this, like. This they still they're almost out of it, but they have this stigma of being a shit company. So like he comes out and it's it's the boss of EA. Yeah. Like EA always does that. They don't bring out some fucking rep. It's 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 the CEO and it's just. It was like a golf club to me. Like yeah, no cheering, nothing. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of sad too when I when I heard that. I was like, did people not hear that? Like, were everybody go to the bathroom at that time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Uh, but they announced uh, that EA Access Vault was open to all Xbox Live Gold members uh, for the week of E3. Uh, that service had added Titanfall to its service that week, and predict by the end of summer, Dragon Age Inquisition will be added to the service. Great fucking game, yeah. Dragon Age Inquisition. And exactly. Um, of course, what's Xbox without their, you know, uh, without their exclusive, Rise of the Tomb Raider? Uh, coming this fall, Crystal Dynamics showed off gameplay trailer for uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider as an Xbox exclusive will come to retailers on November 10th, just in time for the holiday season. Um, It is announced that Nexus Software will be developing an Xbox 360 version, which is good news for the holdouts, but no announcement was was made if it would be released um, on the same date. I kind of figure it will. Because yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking because we were we were theorizing as to why Crystal Dynamics decided to go with um, an exclusive exclusivity deal for this for the Xbox. But remember, if we think back. The the two first Tomb Raider came out. It was a great game, but they spent so much money on it. Yeah, they ended up losing money. I'm thinking maybe Microsoft was like, "Look, if you make a sequel, we'll flip the bill for you. We'll help you out. You know, and stuff like that. Just make it exclusive." Exactly. So maybe Microsoft's the only reason this this game even exists. Yeah, you know, but that's that's just me theorizing. But yeah, I mean, it it, it makes total sense. You know, yeah. one of them, one of the execs just pulled out the wad of cash in their pocket and go, "Will this cover it?" Okay, so if this, you make an Xbox exclusive. He literally just drops. He he accidentally drops some money, and they were like, "Oh, that much?" Like, "Oh yeah, I guess." Yeah, <laughs> that was my that was my lunch money or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's like it's like really that much for your lunch money, dude. I eat right. Right. I eat gold-laced food. (laughs) 
It was probably a wad of ones wrapped with a 20. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Microsoft. <laughs> it's bait and switch, bitch. <laughs> um, Rare announces Rare Replay. Uh, Rare Replay. Very similar to the EA bit. Right. Rare Replay uh, will be released on August 4th with 30 games redone for the Xbox One. It is touted as 30 games for $30. And I have the full lineup right here. So, um, Attic Attack, Banjo-Kazooie. Fuck, I remember that game. Yeah, man. Banjo-Tooie, Banjo-Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts, uh, Battletoads, Battletoads Arcade, Blast Corp, Cobra Triangle, Conker's Bad Fur Day, Digger T Rock, Grabbed by the uh, Ghoulies, Gunfight, Jet Force Gemini, Jetpack, Jetpack Refueled, Cameo, Elements of Power, Killer Instinct Gold, Night Lore, Lunar Jetpack, Dark, uh, Perfect Dark, Perfect Dark Zero, RC Pro-Am, RC Pro-Am 2, Saber Wolf, Salome, uh, Snake Rattle and Roll, Solar Jetman, Hunt for the Golden Warship, uh, what a, a warp ship, sorry, uh, Under Lure, Underworld, uh, <laughs> Viva Pinata, and Viva Pinata Trouble in Paradise. I remember Viva Pinata. <laughs> I know. Uh, so well, that's pretty cool. I mean, Rare has definitely had um, some classics in there. Perfect Dark Zero, the RC Pro-Am games. Those are old, but they were yeah. fucking great. I one mean, the, no, I think they made remakes of them or something like yeah. that. I don't well, one remember. One of the things that people started asking was, gold. the original Nintendo GoldenEye was a Rare game. And why that wasn't on the list. Yeah, but does Nintendo have its claws in it still? Well, that was the thing, is that uh, they said that, a par- that they've been, Rare has been trying to redo GoldenEye, but Nintendo just isn't dealing with it. Yeah, they're sitting on it. Yeah, they're sitting on it. Because so, that's uh, such an iconic Which is stupid for Nintendo. For Nintendo, Nintendo needs is. something. I mean, come on. I mean, if they're going to sit on it, fucking make a game. Quit yeah, playing, make something out of it. Around. Yeah, just... I wish they'd come up with a dope fucking Metroid first-person shooter. Like, not a candy-coated one. I want fucking crazy shit. I want, I, I, I want Battlefield type of graphics on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. The Wii U can't do that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Gears of War Ultimate Edition. The worst-kept secret in gaming. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gears of War Ultimate Edition is a remastered version of the original game that will be released on August 25th, just in time for the 10th anniversary of the original game. Um, the the other worst-kept secret, Gears of War 4, <laughs> will be coming to Xbox One during holiday of 2016. Fucking year and a half away. Didn't they say a while ago that 3 was going to be the last one? I heard something about that, but then it kind of like... That's got, always yeah, bullshit. Yeah, and it always got quieted down right after. Yeah. Uh, one thing that actually had me fucking harder than high school algebra and you don't even play this game i don't even play this game but this was like what the fuck minecraft for hololens if you've actually if you saw that you need to see this presentation um, this motherfucker looked at the table and said build world and it went it didn't just blink into existence either it, it built, built the into the world like, yeah. <laughs> i was like what the fuck microsoft's hololens offers a 3d interactive play with minecraft and you'll be able to use it on any surface wall or table and play a game that no one else is able to see 
It supports voice commands as well as Microsoft uh, Microsoft Surface Tablet. So it is hard to explain. So you need to really check out the video. Well, like to to this is the thing, and this was the kind of shit that I was excited about when Microsoft picked up um, Minecraft. And a lot of people didn't realize; they just thought they were going to ruin the game. They still haven't changed anything about the game. You're right. Minecraft is exactly the way Mojang wants it. But what they have changed. So on stage, he's playing it on the HoloLens. Okay. And we can see it because they have a special camera set up. Right. The chick, I'm sorry, the woman, she's very excitable, by the way. Yeah, she was. Um, she's playing on a surface. So they're saying that any, pretty much any platform can play together. I don't know if it's going to be just the Microsoft platforms, but I'm pretty it's sure. still. But I think it's Windows 10 too, because Windows 10 is all about that. Right. It's all the same everywhere. So I was like, that's so fucking cool though. Because it's like, okay, I'm on the HoloLens. I'm fucking around. Someone wants to join in the game in the house. All right, go ahead and pick my surface up. Because we're still still thinking about buying a surface. My wife wants one. Pick pick the surface up, you know, do that. Someone else on the computer. We're all in different shit. Someone's on their phone. It's like, what the (laughs) fuck? You know, it's, it's just crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, that HoloLens. I know. I I saw that, and I was just and yeah. I don't play this game, so when I saw it, I was like, "What the fuck?" I was hounding the... Adam for the longest time. You need to watch this. You know what's <laughs> funny though? I had seen it when you were hounding. I thought you were talking about something different. Oh, I had already seen it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, you know, one thing I noticed about the HoloLens, and and Microsoft paid attention to this. You don't look like an asshole when you wear them. Yeah, they they just look like that's see through goggles. The VR stuff. It yeah, is... like. Well, you obviously, look like you're a member of Daft Punk. It, it like the Oculus Rift. It needs it needs more technology in the goggles. I get it, but like I think Microsoft has a good idea here. Yeah. Like maybe VR, because I personally think. I mean, we were talking about this um, before before the podcast. Like the fucking Oculus Rift. You need if you're going to use it on your console, you need to have a computer still. To do, it's like a good computer to run everything, and it's it's going to be fifteen hundred dollars. Just silly shit like that. Right. That means the technology is not ready for mass consumption. Right. Because I'm not going to spend fifteen hundred dollars to play three games. Yeah. You know, it's, exactly. It's, what is this? A Virtual Boy for crazy? So <laughs> it's um. But then you have Microsoft steps in and go, look, why don't we give the best of both worlds? You get the hollow lens. I don't. I think it was gonna. The goggles were like. Well, how much were they gonna be? Have they even said? I don't think they said. But I don't. I'm I don't. telling. I bet you there'll be a couple hundred bucks. Oh yeah. They work Easy. directly. They work directly with the Xbox. You don't need extra shit. They look wireless to me. Yeah. I didn't see any fucking wires going on. I think Microsoft has a great idea here. And I hope more games use it. Like a second screen shit? Dude, imagine you're playing Halo and it's the HUD. What the <laughs> fuck? I would be freaking the fuck out. The Iron Man shit right there, basically. Fuck yeah. All right, do you want to run down through your uh, Sony highlights? Of course I do. So mine is not structured as well as his because, you know, it's kind of a representation of our minds. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to read this and we'll pause when... Um... Now, if you do go to the lazygeeks.com... All of these are listed on there. Mine do have uh, every game I put a YouTube link for the game so you watch a trailer or whatever. Um, Steve didn't do that. You know, <laughs> whatever. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So um, I'll skip my intro because it's actually the same on all of them. I, just I noticed it. that. I noticed that. I was like, wait, did he post the same one? I was like, oh, this motherfucker. Because <laughs> I was doing it in a Word doc. I just deleted up to that point. Um, all right. So this one, Sony Conference, um, definitely 
one of the bigger ones, and I like that we're getting the two bigger ones out of the way at first. Um, we, we've got more details on a lot of games that we already knew were going to happen. The Last Guardians has been a game in limbo for a long while, with many thinking it had been scrapped. Sony pleased the crowd here by showing off a gameplay video of The Last Guardians confirming the Famutu Ude, Uda, directed game is very much alive and set for 2016 release this game looks gorgeous i mean when this game first came out what was it um i don't even think it was a 360 it was like original xbox i don't remember it was like 2012 i think i remember when it was like announced to come out yeah but the 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 original of this was gorgeous for its time. It was ridiculous. This so, was, to me was the biggest surprise out of Sony. Was like I, I remember seeing that going, "What?" Yeah, and they came strong out with it too. Yeah, because because a lot of people thought it was over. Like they've had yeah. so many problems getting this game out. Oh, I know. But um, uh oh, Street Fighter Five got yeah. a new trailer and uh, classic roster members. Cammy and Birdie have been confirmed. So, <laughs> of course, we are <laughs> so silly in the name. I know. Um, Cammy's a. I know Cammy though. That that character is kind of badass. I don't really remember Birdie. I was never too into Street Fighter because it's Mortal Kombat for life. You know what yeah. I mean? But um, <laughs> right. Um, and we already knew Street Fighter Five was coming out, but definitely um, excited to hear that that's still chugging along. Uh, no Man's Sky also got a gameplay demo. Uh, the gameplay demo treatment showing yeah. off space combat. And the planet generation system. I was, was, I was very intrigued by this one. Yeah, it's it's something a little different, something um, very Sony-ish, if you really think about it. That's a, that's the thing, and we were talking about this too. Sony has very, even with their AAA exclusives, they have an indie feel to them in the way that they're different. Yeah. Like they they're not they're not just carbon copies of something else with different things in it. it it's I don't know. Sony Sony does some weird shit. It's, it's hit or miss sometimes, but it's, when they hit, they fucking hit. Yeah, they do. Um, Firewatch uh, looks to be a very interesting game that may pull on your heartstrings a bit, giving players a sense of isolation in the Wyoming wilderness. This is a very interesting game, basically a survival game. Um, high level of graphics, though, and, and yeah. you're stranded. Your only connection with anyone is through a little radio, and you're talking to someone outside of the forest. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that people like Adam and myself will be quite at home in this type yeah. of environment. Yeah. So, you know, I want to talk to anybody anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't want to be in the <laughs> fucking Wyoming forest, but I'm just saying. <laughs> right. Um, but given the, the up- options, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, the upcoming Destiny expansion, um, The Taken King, got a trailer squashing a lot of rumors associated with the bit of DLC. Right. Um, a new cinematic trailer for Batman Arkham Knight showing off the first few moments of the game was shown off as well as an extremely epic Star Wars Battlefront uh, gameplay videos. There's two videos. I got them both linked up there uh, that should not be missed. And those, those were fucking, blah, 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 uh, fucking yeah. crazy. Um, of course, Uncharted. We're talking Sony. Uncharted 4, Thief Sen was shown off, uh, revealed. Looks uh, great. If I remember correctly, it was just cinematic? Uh, no, there was no, there a, was a little bit of gameplay. There game was a little gameplay in there. Yeah. Uh, looks great. I mean, yeah, it, it looks like what an Uncharted game would expect. I um, mean, re- remember how sexy Uncharted was on um, the PS3. I can only imagine, you know, oh, yeah. how great it's going to look on the PS4. Um, <clears throat> we're getting through mine a lot quicker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, honestly, though, because it's most just the way. well, that's the thing is, is most of this are just announcements of the, of stuff we already kind of knew. Yeah, that was coming. So you know, not anymore, my friend. Now we're going to talk about some new shit. So. Yep. 
a few new games were announced as well as um, I don't know why I say it well. Uh, Killzone Studio Guerrilla Games's new IP Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm excited about this because I think Sony. I wish they would develop the Killzone series a little bit more because I think it's it, they never quite made it with a, each Killzone title, but I think yeah. there's there's a lot there to get done. Yeah. Um, but Sony needs an FPS exclusive. They just do. It, Microsoft has Halo, and and they need to get up on on the bar with that. Uh, so Horizon Zero Dawn, maybe that will take do what it needs to do. Um, the gameplay video showed a tribal-led character fending off robots. Oh, yeah, I remember this one. It's so fucking badass. So it, it's kind of like um, – I even put, yes, it's as cool as it sounds. <laughs> um, it, it was just cool. Like you're, you're a more primitive – you know, not primitive, but whatever. But it, it, it's weird because the trailer didn't make much sense. But it was it, almost like either humanity – it's like a battlefield earth – not a yeah. shitty one, but that kind of that kind of premise or invading something or something like that. So it, it looks really interesting. Um, Square Enix uh-huh. uh, came to impress with uh, the reveal of a few new titles. Um, the Hitman series will be getting a, a new title simply titled Hitman. I think uh, that's where it's mostly going to be kind of a reboot of the Hitman yeah. series. Anytime they drop if it's if it's the title is just an it's a Tomb Raider, it, it's a reboot. Like yeah. the they're starting fresh. And I think Hitman needed a reboot. It yeah, was getting a little I, weird. Yeah, I, I totally forgot. I mean, this it goes back to like the early 360. Right. You know? and, Go ahead. I, I just wanted a silence to hang. I thought it was funny. <laughs> um, while Hitman will release on other platforms, PS4 players will enjoy some exclusive com- content. Um, World of Final Fantasy was also announced. And features many characters from other Final Fantasy games, but in a cutesy kind of way. I'm a little confused about if it's going to be one story or we're jumping all around. Yeah, but that's I, a little, I didn't quite yeah. understand. I saw characters from various different Final Fantasy games, but they're all done in this really cutesy, like, KYE, kawaii, you know, fucking <laughs> shit, you know. So we'll see where that goes. But Square Enix didn't stop there, Steve. Oh, it didn't? No, because their biggest announcement, which, in my opinion, was one of the biggest announcements of E3, was the confirmed Final Fantasy VII HD remake. Finally, the rumors are over. It's happening. And we'll talk about that in more detail at the end of the podcast because there's a a few details on that. Another one, too, um, which is actually a favorite RPG of mine um, from the Dreamcast days. Um, and everyone I talk to doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but um, <laughs> Sony announced a Kickstarter campaign is up to fund Shenmue 3. Um, so if you got some spare change, go throw it to them because it, it's just such a good game. Like, it was, I it was, it, so. it, a lot of people didn't. It was quirky, but it was just good. I don't know. I can't even, you can't even explain it. You know, look it up on YouTube shit. Um, Wikipedia. Right. <laughs> Now, on the not-so-gaming side, Sony revealed uh, more details about its streaming TV service PlayStation View. Uh, that's spelled V-U-E. Uh, hitting the Los Angeles and San Francisco areas first, Steve. Oh, yeah. Right? The service will allow users to subscribe to individual channels as well as multi- multi-channel packages. Uh, PlayStation Plus members, of course, enjoy discounted rates for this service when it arrives. That's right. Um, <laughs> not too many channels were announced. I know there was like a like a soccer channel and yeah 
Um, something from the Machinima, Machinima guys are making a channel, but we'll see. If it pops off, we'll definitely see more. I think who was there was a major channel that was on there, and I can't remember what it was. I thought it was ESPN, but I I, I think ESPN has. I think they're the soccer thing though. Oh, but yeah. um, I want to say Showtime, but I know I'm wrong. Whatever. There's there's there's, there's like four fucking channels right now. <laughs> um, they just did, hadn't said it when I put it there. Um, so that's pretty much it. Like I said, head over to the uh, website if you want to see some video links and what have you. And I think oh, you're next. I'm bringing up I'm bringing up your story right now. You did it later. Yeah, but let's see. Not many networks are announced, but Showtime, uh, Fox Soccer, and a new Machinetta channel has been greenlit. Oh, it is Showtime. It yeah. is Showtime. Okay. Yeah. Now, so you I, get Homeland I, in there. Right. I can only I can only guesstimate that there will be more channels than that. Those yeah. are just the three that have been If this pops off, I mean, we're looking at you're looking at a la carte, which is what most people wanted for cable providers. Yeah. But it's the problem that we're going to have with this is how much are they going to charge or, well, it, or is it going to be a la carte? There's two problems. There's that and then there's also the um, internet service providers are already fucking getting pissed off that everybody's streaming Netflix and shit. Right. Who knows what they're and they're they're still fighting about about that bullshit. Yeah. Cable companies trying to fucking rape everybody. Exactly. So we'll see with no lube. Um, um, yeah. All right. So moving on to EA. EA. EA uh, motherfucker. Yeah. So now we get into the actual video game developers, which usually don't have a whole lot of like uh uh tech no, tech news or stuff like microsoft and uh, yeah they're just sony talking about their but they're games. talking about their games uh so one of the biggest ones is ea of course now one of the i think one another one of the worst kept secrets in gaming uh bioware released uh revealed the first installment of the new story for the mass effect series right. set to the song ghost riders in the sky by johnny cash that was so dope the game trailer uh uh, the teaser trailer gains people to look at what the game may look like, but offers nothing in regards to the plot. Um, Mass Effect Andromeda is the title of the game. And uh, we have, while we're, we aren't ready to go into too many details just yet, as you saw in the trailer, you can tell by the name, this game is very much a new adventure taking place far away from, uh, from and long after the events of the original trilogy, Bioware said in a, in a blog statement. The Andromeda Galaxy? Like I, I, I'm assuming. I mean, who knows? Mm. But we'll see. Uh, next up is Star Wars The Old Republic. Everybody remembers three years ago. Yeah. Um, the game uh, Star Wars The Old Republic, the MMO game, was released nine years in development. Uh, Bioware announced that the upcoming expansion it will be a big cleaning house of its MMO. It needed it too. I mean, yeah. they're doing they're doing the same thing um, that Final Fantasy fourteen did with uh, the Realm Reborn. Right. Uh, it really is a fucking mess right now. The game, and the they, the trailer that they had for this one looks re- made it really cool. Um, the dynamic trailer sets up a new story with some great elements. Bioware claims that it'll give MMOs players what they really want. The expansion will be free. To subscribers and anyone who dives into the expansion will have the option to immediately jump up to a level 60 character. Um, mm, so I don't, I don't like that too much, but I mean, 
whatever. WoW did that too, yeah. and it didn't work out well sometimes. Well, because we'll you get people, you get people that are like, they've played WoW, but they've only they haven't played. Let's say they never played a warlock. Oh, right. And then all of a sudden, that's their level 90 that they chose. And yeah. then they're in fucking raids and they have no clue what they're doing. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> um, so it's basically the it's a personal role playing game starring the Outlander, a veteran of the giant uh, Great Galactic War, whose task is nothing less than taking down the Emperor of the Eternal Throne. So. Uh, the new cinematic was released for it. Looks really cool, so we'll see what happens in about six months after it's released. Yeah, I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely take a look at it yeah. after doing that. Um, I you, thought the game had a lot of potential. We played it for a little bit. Yeah, we played it for a little bit. Um, it was just got so stale. It did because. And then I, after level ten, like I went back and played it again not mm-hmm. too long ago, and it was cool. I was going through the motions. Level, you know, level one through ten is kind of just you know, telling you how to play it basically. Right. And then after level 10, it was so fucking confusing. Like, there's just too much to keep track of. Like, you're like, like, yeah, I know. Okay, fine. I play WoW. WoW's the same way. But it's organized. Like, you, it, you, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking game made no sense. I just stopped playing. I think I got to level 11, and I was like, I can't and do I, it. And I think that happened with a lot of people. Yeah. So this was, you know, needed. They, they kept stating that. We're giving this an MMO of the, the the MMO players something that they want, but never specific, specified what it was that players wanted. So we'll see how that turns out. Uh, Need for Speed Reboot, which was oh, already shit. announced, is coming this fall. Uh, we all knew the reboot of the franchise was coming, which is simply titled Need for Speed, as we said earlier. <laughs> um, the game will come out on November 3rd for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC, Windows PC. Now, the real question is, are they keeping it light, or are they going to go for a more realistic um, um, engine? As far as the game went, as far as the gameplay, if you look at the uh, uh, if you look at the presentation, they actually did have a gameplay trailer and looked pretty fucking real. Um, yeah. I like the look of it. It was rain at night, which always looks, which is always fucking yeah. harder than shit. Always looks, am- and it looks amazing. And it when looks done, amazing, right? but it's harder than shit when you're doing it in the game. But yeah, so it looks really cool, and and um, I always know, like dipping from the cops in Need for Speed. Yeah, oh yeah, I know that's that's one of the reasons why a lot of people play Need for Speed because. But then you're in like a fucking McLaren, and the cop is pacing you. Like, wait I know. a minute, <laughs> I know. Yeah, they better fix that. Well, Made it's no like damn it, sense. It, it's like if you watched uh, Gone in the cops driving. Seconds. The cop passes you in reverse. Right, right. So it's, like, it's like when you're uh, watching. Uh, Gone in sixty seconds. The uh, the Nicolas Cage movie and a BMW is pacing a fucking uh, a sixty eight you know uh, Mustang. You know, it's like um no, no no. <laughs> what are you doing? Exactly. Um, NHL sixteen is making hockey seem more real. So EA Canada is looking to make the upcoming games more realistic and with free movement. For example, players will get a chance to receive a pass and accelerate or turning. Also, new uh, puck pickups are designed to lead to smoother transitions to uh, to your next move, which has always been a problem with that game. Uh, NBA Live, is, as the current season comes to an end, the newest game will arrive on September 29th for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. NBA Live 16 will incorporate runtime physics and motion captures to create um, to create uh, thousands of new animations. Gameplay is supposed to look a lot cleaner, a lot nicer, and there's also a mobile app that you'll be able to download. And 
basically fucking photograph your face and put it on a player in the game. Now, they've tried this in the past yeah. with other sports games in it. You'd, you'd make a fucking freak monster that would give you nightmares. But let's hope that uh, it, it's probably going to look a lot better now because I think they tried it in the 360 with NBA. Yeah. And, and it just was horrid. <laughs> and then people were being real goofy about it. Like yeah. they were like making real weird faces and shit. And <laughs> so. um, Madden NFL 16 is getting a Hey, hold break. on real, real oh. quick about NBA Live. How can I do the face recognition because I'm not black? So does it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was watching. I was watching the NBA. Some of the NBA highlights with my wife. My wife goes, "I don't mind, and I'm not being racist, but like, is everyone in the NBA black?" <laughs> and I go, well, "Pretty much. I don't know." Well, was, kinda... I was watching this uh, documentary on um, the '70s, and they were talking about good times, and they showed a, a thing where the dad's setting up the TV and. The kids looking. The kids looking. He goes, "I want to watch an all-black uh, program," and they're like, "Where are you going to find that?" He goes, "Oh, I find it right here. The Los Angeles Lakers versus that." <laughs> I was like, "Damn." <laughs> um, uh, Madden NFL 16 still gonna look amazing, uh, but the cool thing about this, if you're a fantasy football player, you're gonna have a lot to do because it actually will allow you to draft up your own team uh in the way the drafts play but the cool thing is is that you get to play as your team yeah in, in like a league uh which this I, is pretty much all the madden like and madden is such a perfect game at this point right. that that's really all they can do like their engine is fine there's nothing they can do to it other than make it prettier yeah you know so they always come out with these cool interesting mechanics like and and this is great. I mean, fantasy football is so popular. It's the Dungeons and Dragons for jocks. Yeah. You know, it's it's it, people talk. It's so funny because I'll be I'll be at work. Adults, <laughs> uh, I'll I'll mention I play a like a MMO and they look at me like, why are you a child? And then they sit there for fucking two hours and talk about their fantasy football league. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's only on paper. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> or computer or whatever. Oh. One thing I thought was cool that I didn't mention in the notes because there really wasn't a whole lot to mention about the uh, EA's PGA uh, title. It's going to be running the Frostbite engine. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. I've always liked the golf games. They're just so relaxing. Like if you just want to kick back on a Sunday, just play a little games, man. You, th- I'm glad they took Tiger Woods' goofy ass off of there because yeah. he's been fucking up left and right, you know. <laughs> So I forget so, the guy they put on there. He's a current champion right yeah. now. Yeah, so that's I, – I thought that was kind of well, – like, yeah, running in our Frostbite engine. I was like, fuck. <laughs> um, FIFA 16 will be changing up. Not only are they adding female players that we mentioned in previous podcasts, but they're upgrading the AI. The com- company announced at E3 that it has significantly upgraded defensive AI so that strikers will find it more difficult to uh, – game the system chief among uh these are a smarter system for intercepting ball uh through balls from the midfield now so, do they do they have a release date on fifa 16 um they didn't mention it but i imagine it's going to be coming out soon yeah my my daughter literally every day <laughs> talks about it so um one thing that we finally got the the confirmation on Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Mm-hmm. Um, EA announced that it will launch on February 23rd, 
The trailer shows the main story will focus on Faith's backstory and how she became a Freedom Fire. But not only that, this version of the game will contain no gun usage at all. The original game gave you an option to use it, but DICE decided to drop that entirely from this new series. So if I remember correctly, and I was talking to somebody else about this, in the original game, there was certain points that you had to use weapons to to make it through. So this should be interesting yeah. um, on how they do that. Gameplay and the trailer looked amazing on it, so it will definitely be something I'll play when it get to 2016, but I need to play up that old one again. I haven't played that one in a long time. Right. And then, of course... What's EA without Star Wars Battlefront? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's only April, and we've managed to get our first look at Star Wars. In, it was only April when we got our first look at the actual game, Star Wars Battlefront. But during EA's presentation, we got to see five minutes of gameplay from the PS4 version. Uh, the game showed us various sides. You could be either Rebel or Empire, Ground or Air, and ended on... Um, uh, and ended on a great, a great moment. Luke fighting Vader, which it was cool, but out of place. <laughs> like it just was so random. Fuck you! It needed to be there. <laughs> don't don't fanboy this. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it was cool, but like I'm watching this shit and I'm like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Like everything was great. It was jumping from different perspectives. Then all of a sudden you see Vader and I'm like, what is Lord Vader doing? Walking well, and then all of a sudden Hoth. in Empire Strikes Back he was on. Yes, Hoth. I know, but in the trailer it just looks strange. <laughs> like because it, it's right at the end and it's just like, wait, what? Like you didn't even have time to process what was going on. At that, I, I think at that moment. You know, from a from a fan's perspective, you were already kind of well. You and I remember when we watched it the first time. Uh, you were so hyped, you didn't care. Yeah. Like because I, I didn't even notice until after it. I'm like, wait a minute, why? <laughs> <laughs> why were they even there? But you know, it, it's that point of just like, what the fuck? So much. But like Adam and I said, this is Battlefield for Star Wars. It's so good. It looks it's, so good. I love the fact that you can be anything. You can pilot. You can pilot the adats the tie fighters the x-wings the snow speeders the ground assault it was just like dude this is this is going to be awesome yeah. so looking forward to that in november all right so that covered ea uh bethesda i want to do this one you want to do this one yeah why not because i only did two and i feel dumb <laughs> just sitting there. um all right so follow-up for release date announced of course uh, it's official Fallout 4 is coming out November 10, 2015. So fucking soon. Yeah. And Bethesda, Bethesda does that. Like, they'll tell you about it. Go, oh, by the way, it's going to come out in a few months. So uh, get shit together. Right. Um, this definitely breaks the speculation that the game was possibly going to be released in early 2016. Um, of course, things can be delayed. But Bethesda usually, Bethesda's is, usually runs a tight on. schedule. Yeah. yeah. They're not like, you know, Rocksteady or something, you know, or Ubisoft. Right. <laughs> um. Customization would be a big part of Fallout 4. So game director Todd Howard uh, explained that the new game will feature customization, building, and crafting that has never been seen in a role-playing game. He demonstrated how players can build their own homes, modify their weapons, and trick out their power armor. I'm fucking dope while they're building my own house. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Um, and then also, this is a big deal too, before the bombs drop, the beginning of the game will show life... Uh, 
in the pre-apocalyptic world. Uh, it's the first time that we'll actually be able to interact with uh, the world like that. Um, quote, a beautiful Saturday morning with the threat of war looming, said Todd Howard, the game's director. He noted that development on the beginning Wait, the development on that began right after Fallout 3 back in 2009. So that's going to be interesting. Right, so we're going to – and if it's anything like the trailer that came out and all that, it's it's a very 1950s-esque world just with some some technology thrown in for fun. Um, And it looks like a a suburb off off of Boston. Yeah. Um, so that would be very you, interesting. You'll be able to see little tweets and stuff like that when Adam's playing it to say, like, I grew up there. I used to sit on the stoops there. <laughs> I used to sell crack on that coat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I um, snuck my first girlfriend right there. <laughs> <laughs> America. Um, another very, very, very uh, good announcement. Uh, Dishonored 2 is has been confirmed the official announcement came after a few days of leaked information about the game the sequel will be coming from bethesda softworks and arcane studios uh there is no official release release date but the game will be coming out for ps4 windows pc and xbox one dishonored was a great game it's a game that i haven't finished yet i i Uh, never played those games but uh i was looking back on like the trailer for the original Dishonored and stuff, but then I was like, "Oh, that's that seems kind of cool." Like, I, I, you will get sucked into that game. It's so good, and the art style is just gorgeous. Like, it's it's great. You have to try that game. I think you I must. may have to now. You with must that, with this next coming story. With this next coming that's story. That's right. Uh, trying to capitalize on um, the money that Blizzard's been making <laughs> from Hearthstone, <laughs> uh, they also announced a free-to-play strategy card game coming later this year. Game will be available on PC and iPad, but there was no real. There's nothing else that they said about it. Um, called Elder Scrolls Legends. Sorry, uh, uh, that he also skipped one. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I saw Dishonored and was like, I already talked about that. Um, <laughs> Dishonored Definitive Edition is coming alongside with the announcement of Dishonored Two. Bethesda announced their upgrade for the current gen consoles will be coming to the Xbox One and PS4 this fall. The new version will upgrade the original game as well as have all its downloadable content. Definitely, Steve. Yeah. If you miss the game, pick that up. Yeah, um, it's. I mean, you liked. Uh, uh, what's that fucking post-apocalyptic game on PlayStation? Um, with the girl. Girl follows you around. Oh, uh, the uh, Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you, yeah. it's, it's. Not an art style or story at all, but it's that kind of game, like oh. an adventure game. It's oh, that's great. yeah. Definitely. But there's a lot of stealth in it. Like you can, you, you can beat levels. You can so beat no levels. Leroy Jenkins. No, no, no. Well, you could though, because you could beat levels multiple different ways. You oh. could go in there guns blazing, or you could kill absolutely no one. <laughs> like you, you choose what you want to do. It's it's really good. It's interesting. I almost didn't buy it. Hmm. Um, ladies and gentlemen. The biggest announcement from – now, I'm saying this is the biggest announcement because we already knew about Fallout 4 before E3. Um, But equally as good, Doom coming 2016. This definitely looks like a reboot. Yeah. Um, They've dropped the 4. It's just called Doom. Um, Finally been announced. 
that Doom will be coming to the PS4, Windows PC, and Xbox One in spring of 2016. The development of the game has gone has been going on since 2007. Yeah. Uh, originally called Doom 4, it was stuck in development hell when they scrapped the project originally back in 2009. Um, this there game is a game. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, this came as a big surprise because we all knew Doom 4 was technically in the works, but then it was like when they got... I think they had it, and then the company that held it uh, folded, and then Bethesda got it, or... It, yeah. It's kind of a. I con- forgot. I forgot Bethesda got it. Yeah, it's a convoluted back because I was listening to somebody else talking about it. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm trying. You started doing that, like, you know how uh, when you see in the mob movies how they start with one and they start drawing arrows to like all their yeah. underlings and stuff. That's kind of where it started to it go. It was so fucking strange. Like it, it got to the point where everyone was like, well, hang up, hang up the hat because Doom right. is done. Because it was just it was getting bounced around. So there's a gameplay trailer. I'm sure yes. you can find it on YouTube. It will change your fucking life. First of all, slick looking graphics. Everything's modern. It looks gorgeous. But the difference between the gameplay trailer I saw and Doom 3, because that's what we're comparing it to. Yeah. Um, there was, It wasn't the I'm going to walk around with it's absolutely quiet and then every fight starts with a jump scare. Right. You know. This was doom. You, yeah. He was in a room. There was nothing going on. Then all of a sudden, there's like 15 enemies, and he's just running from enemy to enemy. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. He was switching guns. And then you could even – the melee attacks. This oh, motherfucker yeah. was tearing heads apart. Oh, he yeah. was fucking curb stomping bitches. <laughs> it's fast-paced. Looks gorgeous. And if you're, if you're an old-school Doom fan, it's time to come back because this right. game looks so good. And Bethesda. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, it's Bethesda. You know what I mean? Bethesda, every game they come out with is go- is great. What Bethesda game sucked? And if you say Fallout New <laughs> Vegas, that game still didn't suck. That was like their worst recent game, and it didn't suck. It just wasn't as good as the other ones. It wasn't like the, it, 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 if it was any other developer, it wouldn't have sucked. And people who knew pe- – look, this is how Bethesda is, right? <laughs> I love, when, their... I love when you start to get like when you get serious. You're like, look, look. <laughs> look. They, this is this is my story of Fallout New Vegas, and this is how you know Bethesda knows what the fuck they're doing. Fallout New Vegas, I played it. I never finished it. It just didn't it didn't catch me as much as Fallout Three. From for a lot of people, right. Buddy came over to my house. I had bought it because if Bethesda's name's on, I just buy it. I don't even know what the fucking game is. I just grab it. That was kind of dishonored. I was like, I don't know. Uh, uh, uh. I don't even think <laughs> – was Bethesda on the first one actually? I don't know. Fuck you. I'm not talking about Dishonored. So <laughs> he comes over my house. He plays New Vegas for a solid two or three hours, decides that he does not like it. He's like, ah, fuck this. I got Fallout 3. This is just – this is bullshit. You know, this is whatever. Next day, he went and bought, out, bought New Vegas. <laughs> and I go, I thought you said you didn't like it. And he goes, well, yeah, but it's like a Bethesda game. Like, you know, that's, <laughs> that's Bethesda. Right. That's right. And then B- B- Bethesda, Rockstar, Blizzard. I think those are the three companies I can think of offhand that have that effect on people. Yeah. That you just buy their shit. You, you, buy, you don't even think. You buy their shit. And even if it's bad, it's better than most. It's better exactly. than everybody Because that's like a Blizzard. A wor- with the, a, basically, it's a worse, uh, bad game for uh, – for Bethesda is an amazing game for Ubisoft. Exactly. And Ubisoft, you know, whatever. But um, 
Diablo three for Blizzard. I have a I have another buddy at work. He's oh I don't like Diablo three. It just they watered it down and blah 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 blah. And I'm like yeah, but name a game in that style that's better than Diablo three that came out in the last three years. He's like I can't because Diablo three's the best. <laughs> I was like exactly. You know, it's always the best of what's that's out. That's where that's where you get you up know. from the table and you just clap. You just slow clap. The... That's right. He knows what's up. I own every Blizzard game. <laughs> don't don't test me. You know? Um. All right. All right. Well, that's it. Bethesda, um, definitely a, a, a less to announce, but yeah. big, big time shit to announce. Exactly. So, all right. Really quickly, moving on to Square Enix, uh, Just Cause. This is a uh, previously announced games with new info. Just Cause Three got an appropriate uh, explosive game uh, gameplay trailer full of explosions. Avalanche Studios took to the stage to announce the game will release in North America on December first, twenty fifteen, for Xbox One. Uh, PS4 and PC, um, as well as Brian Horton of Crystal Dynamics showed up for a cinematic trailer for the new Rise of the Tomb Raider that revealed uh, behind-the-scenes details on the game. Now, they did have, and I think this was during Xbox One's presentation, but they had a gameplay moment of uh, for Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, icy kind of thing where you're trying to use spikes to climb up the fucking mm-hmm. mountain and shit. It reminded me of the opening scene of the first game. Yeah. You know, where the the avalanche and just started running and then sliding down and all that shit. You think she's going to die. Exactly. And the yeah. cool <laughs> thing about it is just the fact that it's still that same kinetic pace. I thought it was really cool still. And the fact that if even if I I don't know, I kind of figured by this time I will get Rise of the Tomb Raider and an Xbox One. But in case I don't, at least it's coming to the 360, so then I'll at least be able to play it there. <laughs> right. Um, and then rebuy it when I get an Xbox One. Um, <laughs> the uh, same Final Fantasy IV remake trailer from Sony's E3 was shown again. More details will be coming in the winter. Uh, the port of the original Final Fantasy VII that was previously announced will be coming sometime this summer in an iOS version of the re- it will also release this winter. Right. So they're also they're doing the remake but they're also um bringing the uh, the original classic version to the PS4. So if you want to play it that that way, they have it for the PS3 currently. But it's it's good that they're bringing that over. That was bound to happen. Oh actually. yeah. It- I mean, people talked about it, but you knew it was going to happen. It's too uh, big of a game. <laughs> yeah. Uh iOS version though is interesting. One that was previously released at Sony's E3, The World of Final Fantasy, uh, was shown again, and it's going to be on PS4 and PlayStation Vita first, and will release in 2016. Yeah. So, and of course, if you haven't seen it, need to see it, Kingdom Hearts 3 Mm. gameplay trailer footage features Sora and company fighting off Heartless in a variety of different environments. Looked really freaking cool. Uh, I love the the teacups. (laughs) <laughs> that showed up out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. Very Disney-ish in this one, I would say. Uh, but I'm ready for it. That's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing at all, but I'm, I'm ready for it. It's like, bring it out already. It still My says, body is ready. <laughs> it still says in development, so we'll see. Um, IO Interactive revealed a gameplay trailer for the new Hitman that goes over the process of an assassination contract. The game is confirmed for release on December 8th, 2015. And Square Enix Montreal showed off a gameplay trailer for Dos X, Mankind Divided, and it is set for release in early 2016 on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, yeah, newly announced stuff. 
a sequel to Near was announced and is directed by Yusuke Seatu and it, with development duties handled by Platinum Games. Um, also, building on the uh, mobile game library, Square Enix revealed Tomb Raider Go. The game will feature turn-based gameplay and will be released on phones and tablets. Um, a mobile title, Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key, will be receiving a North American release. It'll tie into Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, I'll definitely be scooping that up. Yeah, I know. That I, was one of the main reasons I bought a PS4 was fucking Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, I know. Same here. It was like, I'm fucking ready. <laughs> I was waiting for just like when it releases Kingdom Hearts, I'll buy a PS4. But then all of a sudden, all these games are coming out for the PS4. It's like, ah, fuck it. I'll do it first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Star Ocean Integrity of Faithlessness, previously announced in Japan, will also be getting a release in North America and Europe in 2016 as a PS4 exclusive. I'm uh, excited about that one. That was a, That's a really good series. I've never I actually never played that series. I think the last one was on PS2, the one that came to America. Oh. Most of them only go to Japan. They don't they don't come out in the states. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Or I'm sorry, in Europe as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, can't exclude them. Um, love you guys. <laughs> Square Enix announced the Final Fantasy Portable app. Uh be app. app. <laughs> <laughs> This motherfucker's just rolling. <laughs> uh, besides that, no other details were revealed of the nature of the app. So they, they uh, announced <laughs> they announced the they announced the app, but they don't say what it's for. Exactly. Of course. Of course. Fucking Square Enix, dude. <laughs> well, hey, where's, are, did they announce a um, remake to Parasite Eve? No, I'm just kidding. That would have been fucking great. That's, that's my favorite horror game, <laughs> Parasite Eve. <laughs> Um, and the new studio called Tokyo RPG Factory was revealed. The studio is committed to making new RPGs for Square Enix. An all-new RPG ti- tentatively titled Project uh, Setsuna was announced to be in development by the team and will be released in 2016. I'm excited about that because it's about time Square Enix makes some new shit. I know. Um, I mean, I'm very excited about what they're making, um, like Kingdom Hearts and stuff like that, but it's been a while since they've come out with something really new. Yeah. And, and I remember the Super Nintendo days. <laughs> oh, fucking so many new games. I was like, oh my God, Square Enix is killing it. <laughs> yeah, but it is what it is. Um, Ubisoft, I checked the list. Um... So I tasked <laughs> Steve goes, so which ones are you going to do? And he puts four up and one of them's Ubisoft. I did not pick it. <laughs> and then he goes, of course. I go, look, I'll take Ubisoft because I'll make a shtick out of it because I, I do not like this company. <laughs> but then I did. I just gave him I gave him a fair shot. I didn't make it funny. I just what, you know. one thing, though, that I have to say about their press conference is the thing I like about Ubisoft is the fact that they do not like curb the language. They have Aisha Tyler. Yeah, handling that, and she they was, did, they they told everything straight out. Yeah. They didn't bullshit anybody, and, which was pretty cool. And the cool thing was is that you know they had Trey Parker, Matt Stone, first people to come out, and the first thing Trey Parker says because you know I don't know if you guys noticed that at the E3 broadcast they all had these weird headsets that had like this big like ball sack kind of like yeah like, cover at the end, and he comes out and he's like this things fucking suck like <laughs> immediately <laughs> talking shit you know. And it was just like I was like, a, okay, I'll give him that because it's it felt less pretentious with them. And I think that. I think that was cool too because I think Ubisoft's another one where they're the current EA. Yeah, like everyone is hating Ubisoft, and it's not because of their games. It's mostly it's because yeah. of the DL, not DLC. Um, their um, ugh, what the hell is it called? Like security bullshit. Um, whatever. 
you know what I'm saying. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like that because two, those two are our gamers and they're known to be gamers and stuff like that. It's a little bit of street cred right. on the stage. Um, as for games that we already knew about with new details to enjoy, the crew is getting a new expansion titled wild run. This expansion will be coming out in November and will make those that love off roading happy. Uh, speaking of that trials, fusion is also getting a level expansion called awesome level max. <laughs> due out in july jesus they should have put extreme in there too i know right um one of their bit one of ubisoft's extreme. Uh, <laughs> one of ubisoft's biggest franchises just dance 2016 will feature a new subscription streaming service on the wii u playstation 4 and xbox one of course wii everybody, wii everybody with these fucking subscriptions for whatever <laughs> a calm, new down, s- calm down a second take a, a new breath. Sin- shut up I'm talking. And- no. <laughs> a new <laughs> a new cinematic trailer for Rainbow Six Siege was shown off, as well as um, the Terra Hunt Tarot Hunt mode making a comeback. Terra Hunt will feature single player as well as co op, and a live gameplay demo was shown with the beta due out in September. Um, so for Rainbow Six fans, get it done. That's all I'm trying to say. Um, of course. What would an Ubisoft event be without a bit of Assassin's Creed? Um, Ubisoft has announced four Assassin's Creed titles. Were really, no, I'm just I was, kidding. I was, I was going <laughs> to say before December. Good one. <laughs> um, Assassin's Creed Syndicate got a cinematic trailer. I would have liked a gameplay trailer for that, but you know what are you going to do? Um, showing off the game and all I its Victorian. Haven't Victor- it yet. That's right. <laughs> In all its Victorian era glory, so this one is right, um, right at the Industrial Revolution in, uh, I believe, London, if I yeah. remember correctly. Um, it looks so. Cool. It looks cool, but I'm still there's still that whole bit about what happened with Unity. That that's... yeah, I mean, look, if here's here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. My problem with, and I discussed this with a guy at work, and we both kind of agreed. The thing with Assassin's Creed. It's repetitive. Now, each game will feel very, very cool, very, very amazing when you first play it. Yeah. Then about a half hour into it, you're like, and it's the same thing over and over again. There's two things about Assassin's Creed that one I wish would happen and one needs to happen. The one thing that needs... announce any more games? (laughs) No, the one thing that needs to happen for this series to be good is because of its repetitive nature, and that's fine. The story has to be interesting all the way through. Right. You can't have it be interesting at first and then dead because then everyone starts noticing that jumping over buildings a million times is getting old. <laughs> right. The other thing that I wish they would do, and I know this is going to be – I've heard other people say this, but I know it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing to say. I wish they would just drop the future part of it where they're just remembering the memories of their – just, just, just do it in that time period. Shut up about that remembering ancestors bullshit. Every time, I, <laughs> every time I played Assassin's Creed and it went to the future part, I would get bored. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't want to do this. Now I'm just the schmuck who can't jump over anything. I don't care. Right. You know, but whatever. We can critique Assassin's Creed all day. Um, as for the new That's games we be saw. Our new, in our next podcast series, we'll be <laughs> Assassin's Creed, why it sucks. <laughs> um, as for the new games, we saw a lengthy cinematic trailer for a new medieval sword fighting game titled For Honor. Uh, for those that like violence, this is the game to watch. <laughs> that game was so fucking violent. I, I know, right? Um, but I didn't get it. Like, 
it's just violent. Yeah, that's all. It's it, it really didn't say much. It was just violence. It's it's. I mean, I mean, you were whatever. like what a hordesman, and then like a uh, um, what was it? Uh, you were a hordesman, and then you were like some kind of like Chinese warrior. Or... It kind of it kind of looks like it's not going to have much of a story. Like it's going to be more of a this is the battle. Right. You are in it now. You know what I mean? I like, kind of a oh, total war like type what stuff. It, what did it remind me of? It reminded me of the um, oh shit, what is that? The old uh, the, the game uh, Warriors, something on the PlayStation. Uh, Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. Kind of where yeah. it's just like hack and slash them, somewhat of a premise and somewhat of a thing. It kind of reminded me of like a first-person shooter take on Total War. Hmm. But I was, you know, I was, I was, it was late and I had two Guinnesses, <laughs> so I don't know what, I don't know what's going on. Uh, one I am excited about. I don't know um, if I was actually watching the actual trailer when I thought that. I think I was staring at a wall, to be honest. And, no, um, <laughs> the Anno series, I love this series. Very complex um, uh, city building resource management game. Um, is back with Anno 2205 and brings a city-building game outside of Earth and into the rest of the solar system. A trailer was released for Anno 2205, and it looks to keep Anno fans uh, wanting more. It looks so fucking good. It was mostly cinematic, but it was just... Yeah. I, the premise is great. Um, and this is great, too, because Civili the Civilization series, which is another favorite of mine tried to do the in space thing and completely fucked it up <laughs> so it, it would be nice if anno can pick up the torch and and this has always been a great series to me but it always gets overshadowed by other games and i would yeah. really like if this one can 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 uh, can really get some traction speaking of traction track mania turbo oh Ooh. that was smooth Ooh, um, could oh better than god that. <laughs> um is the new with that Jeez. right is a new <laughs> racing game that will support vr headsets and it's due out on the PS4 as well as the Xbox One. So uh, uh, that would, you know, VR headsets, you know, if you can afford them would be great. But Sony's got their own one coming out. I'm actually surprised they didn't talk about that Yeah. Um, at E3. But what are you going to do? Um, the two biggest titles announced were the open world shooter Ghost Recon Wildlands, uh, which looks great. It's just a shooter, but open world. Right. You know, why not? And go I've always liked the Ghost Recon series. And the follow-up to South Park, The Stick of Truth, <laughs> South Park, the fractured butthole. Um, <laughs> now, one thing I have to say about the South Park games: the stick. Shut up. <laughs> the stick of truth. It's it's South Park, so yes, there's going to be weird humor and stuff. Solid RPG. Yeah, through and through. I, the I mechanics. Never play, I never played it, but so many people said the same thing. It was it was silly. It was, but it was solid. It, the mechanics were well balanced. Everything was super solid. The funniest part is right in the beginning where it says, tell me your name. And it's it's Cartman. Yeah. And you'll type in your name and it says, I think it's like asshole or something. Yeah. And he keeps going, your name is asshole? And then you say <laughs> no. And then you type it in and he goes, right, asshole? Oh, fuck. And then they call you that the whole fucking game. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the humor, if, if, you're, if you're completely against that humor, then don't play it. But if right. you're okay with it, then definitely try this if you're an RPG fan, and, and it's um it's side scrolling too, which made it kind of interesting. Yeah, you usually it, don't see that a lot in the right. in, in those kind of games. It was really good, man. Yeah. I, I thought it was great. Yeah, um, I've had so many friends that told me the same thing. They're like, it was it, it's silly and stupid, and 
you know, like the effects were like eh, but you're still like it was fun. Well, see, the effects aren't eh; they're South Park graphics. You right. you literally are looking at a South Park episode. Oh yeah. You know, so it's it's the it's goofy looking like the, the tra- paper. The, the trailer was hilarious because they show up as their characters from Stick of Truth. Yeah. And then when he they go to meet up with Butter Butters, he he says like, I can't remember exactly what he said, but they're like, oh shit, wrong game. And then suddenly they turn into superheroes and. You know, uh, uh, what's it? Uh, Cartman is like a Wolverine type of raccoon. <laughs> yeah, it's all fucking weird. <laughs> but definitely, definitely a good game yeah. or a good looking game. So, All right. So last but not least, Nintendo Direct. Now, uh, Nintendo has been weird this the last year or two with the last E3. decade or so. <laughs> well, overall, they've been weird in the last decades and stuff like that. But this time they didn't really have a E3 conference they went to their nintendo direct and shot um uh and shot it earlier and released it to the public uh during the week so Sounds like they're saving some money and i know right it's, <laughs> well i mean come on they really don't have a whole lot to to deal with well, they but, were doing they brought back the nintendo world championships yeah. and they're doing their own thing right but they, that's kind of their downfall sometimes but um yeah, they, they weren't at E3. Yeah, they. I mean, they were there. They had a presence, but they didn't have a presentation there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, of course, Super Mario Maker. Uh, they showed it off this time with a trailer, how to make their own Mario levels. Adam and I actually had were hyped about this game, what last year when we heard about this. Yeah. And I'm still hyped about it because to me, yeah, this it looks would, great. This would be the only reason to get a Wii U. Would be I love the tra- I love the trailer because it's the it's a it's the the first level at first, and then all of a sudden it just gets fucking crazy. <laughs> I know. Like I, know. I saw it. And I was like, oh, I saw the first. One, I was like, oh, do you start with? I'm like, what the fuck happened? And then after this, that? and then another thing that I'm really excited about with this game is is this is really utilizing that game pad. Yeah. Um, and it, it's almost like this game wouldn't work if you didn't use the pad. And I, I don't know. It looks great. And I've spoken to my wife, and I, I know. I've been telling Steve I'm on the fence with the Wii U. We will eventually get a Wii U. Right. It, the kids are very, very excited for the Mario titles and stuff like that. And I, I think this game would be great for them too. Well, and it's just, I love it's all classic. And just, I know. And the, the thing is too, is you can adjust the visual style with each and every element within a level. Uh, it seems easy enough that you to use in the demo and the Nintendo seems to be serious about its attempt to foster creativity amongst players. It'll let you upload your own levels only if you're able to complete them. And uh, Super Mario Maker is, is uh, expected to be out September 11th this year. And then <laughs> I'm watching the trailer right now. <laughs> um, he put he put Link in a um, Link from Zelda in a uh, like a block, and then he plays the level, and fucking Mario hits the block, gets the the mushroom, and then turns into Link. Like it's just <laughs> fucking, it's bananas. Like it's it's so great. That looks like, like fun. I could I could see I could see people, and it's definitely they've already said it's definitely going to have um, internet connectivity where you can you can share your levels with people. Nintendo's always been good with that kind of stuff. Adam and, Adam and I had joked that we would be making levels and giving them to each other to test out like beat this one always difficult like just super (laughs) difficult levels oh man Uh, i think what's the highest graphics style i think it's super nintendo right that it will go up to i think so no 3d it's all platform which is fine it would be too complicated yeah (laughs) um star fox zero is being co-developed by platinum games that kind of surprised me i was like ooh, yeah nice 
Uh, latest entry uh, will be in the Star Fox saga, finally one uh, beyond the, what was it? Uh, did we have one for the GameCube? Did it have one for that? I can't remember. I think so. Yeah. Um, but it'll be called Star Fox Zero. And the Star Fox uh, camera will uh, sport both single and multiplayer modes and feature heavy use of the Wii U gamepad, giving you a... This part I thought was a little dumb. Uh, with the Wii, if you use the gamepad, you'll get a cockpit view of the action while your TV will showcase the game from a third-person camera that you're that you know we're all familiar with. I thought it was a little weird to utilize. Like, the- what are you supposed to choose one? I know. Like it, yeah. It's like that's dumb. But I kind of, I mean, maybe some people are more used to the cockpit sort of angle that the third person. No, we're fucking Star Fox. Yeah, I, I know, right? Uh, but it's, it's. I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence with this game. Like your ship turns into a mech. Oh right, yeah. Right. It's it just looks it looks strange to me. Like yeah. we'll see. And it's but expected, I'm, I. It's expected to come out a holiday of 2015. Yeah, I am really surprised that Nintendo's not taking care of this themselves. Yeah. Especially Star Fox. Yeah, it's especially Star Fox. Yeah. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicle X or 10 finally has a release date. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles on the Wii and 3ds x seems to be the reason for many to get a wii u nintendo showed off a fantastic trailer replete with giant robots duking it out uh varied uh, flora and fauna as well as a host of different environments but most of all the game finally has a release date you can get your hands on this uh japanese role-playing game on december 12th of this year just before christmas um looks awesome uh, yeah, you know it's it's Xenoblade. I mean, yeah, it's really enough said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, this one's. I'm pissed me. off about this. I know. One. I'm I'm really surprised with this one. Legend of Zelda is still coming, just not for the Wii U. The long-awaited and much-touted Legend of Zelda series uh, fans had to make uh, do with well, ha- we you fans will have to make do with the Legend of Zelda Triforce's heroes, a cooperative action adventure for up to three players on the 3ds it's out in the fall of 2015 in addition to this a series spinoff uh hyrule warriors hyrule yeah yeah, see uh sees a release on nintendo's portable uh console as high warriors hyrule warriors tongue twister legends in q1 of 2016 two things fucking wrong with this one co-op zelda games are dumb right I am Link, not anybody else. It's so stupid because you're just a different colored Link. Right. Like you can't. How are you supposed to connect into the story that way? It's just so dumb. And then two, what the fuck with the <laughs> Wii U Zelda? I thought like they're gonna say and three. What the fuck? <laughs> no, like they tease and they talked about it a while ago. I know, right? Open world Zelda it looked gorgeous, and then they fucking don't say shit. No wonder they didn't come to E3 because they probably would have got booed off the stage. Yeah, I know. People would have just ridiculous, like, dude. People. I mean, fucking went Frankenstein on that shit. I'm kind of, I'm kind of seeing why Nintendo didn't go to E3 because the biggest thing they have is Super Mario Maker, and I'm not trying to undercut that. That looks great. But the other stuff is kind of so whatever, dude. Like mobile games are never a big deal, right? Unless you're a super super into it. That Yoshi's Woolly, well, we, 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 we ain't there yet, yeah. you know. But <laughs> all right, so um, before Adam pops that big vein in the middle of his forehead <sighs> about Zelda, I heard that and I was just like, oh shit, because I knew you were excited for that. You know what? I'm happy about it because they already announced they already announced that they're working on a new console. I bet you. 
the next that. Zelda game will be a launch title for the new console. Possibly. I bet you. Yeah, probably. All right. So right now we're going to go to a couple of special standouts. Um, things that weren't in a specific event but were announced during that time. First one is one that I'm pretty happy for. So Transformers has always been a bit of a strange franchise in video in the video game world. After the release of the first live-action movie, it seemed a perfect place for it to make the jump to video game consoles. However, the games were met with some mild success and lukewarm reviews. However, it seems that Activision is coming back is coming back with a throwback to what many people loved about the early 80s cartoon. Purebox is reporting that Activision is going to present a new cell-shaded Transformers title uh, for Xbox, which they did. Uh, while the site is reporting strictly Xbox 360, Polygon had reported that Canada, uh, Amazon in Canada was doing pre-orders for Transformers Devastation set for release on October 6th on the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, Xbox One and PlayStation Four. Uh, now, it has all since come to pass that it is coming out at that time for all those consoles. Um, basically, what I've read is the fact that uh, they've, and in an interview that the the developers gave, they actually went to IDW Comics, the original Hasbro Gen One toys, as well as the cartoon series, to work on bringing the what uh bringing back the original transformers the gen one transformers so they all look the way they should not that kind of what michael bay did to them um but yeah so something's going on in the center of the earth uh the decepticons kind of know what's going on but don't really uh so but the autobots have to try to stop it and of course you're fighting megatron and devastator and they've given you the abilities in certain um areas transforming into your vehicle will help you in fights um, and things like that. So it looks like there's going to be some good freedom in there. I'm looking forward to this because I love the old school 80s. The art style is so fucking sexy. Isn't it? It just looks so good. I, you see the old school Megatron and Optimus, yeah. all of that. I'm just like, ugh. Optimus. Exactly. And then Devastator popping out there. You're just, yeah. yeah, that's. I don't know who you're talking about, but yeah. The big green thing with the purple on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so. Transformers was out when I was like one. <laughs> so I don't. That's no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it'll, it'll be awesome. Looking forward to that. Uh, the trailer, the gameplay, the, not the, well, yeah, the gameplay trailer is out for that. And uh, so you can check it out on YouTube, really. Uh, Next one, and this is something that Adam and I wanted to talk about, was the backwards compatibility. Now, Sony announced shortly after Microsoft's announcement about backwards compatibility, and this is what uh, Yoshida, Sony's uh, computer entertainment head at Worldwide Studios, had to say about that. The backwards compatibility news was interesting. The technology involved must be very challenging. That's pretty much all he had to say, uh, with the follow- with the exception of the following. The announcement didn't change. Uh, I don't think we will change our approach. The PlayStation 4 does not have backwards compatibility. Right. They're not changing their direction, no. basically. And I was talking to Steve about this. And this is just me connecting the dots. But I really do think this is a majority of the reason why Sony went with the streaming option. So... Technically, Sony does have backwards compatibility through streaming. Right. I know it's not the same thing, but there there is a way to play older games. 
Um, the thing was, and, and I learned all about this back when um, Skyrim wasn't working well on the PlayStation 3. Um, the, the PlayStation 3 used a cell microprocessor. So the processor was so different. It had, it had, I'm reading the thing right now, the six accessible synergistic processing. It was just a fucking goofy processor. It worked well for Sony games, whatever. The Xbox 360, on the other hand, had what they called the Xenon processor um, or microprocessor. So it, it was a little more on par with traditional type of stuff. So I really do think that it is a little bit easier because now you have the PS4 and you have the Xbox One. They have standard fucking parts in them. They're essentially computers. Um, and it, I think it is easier for Microsoft to move 360 titles into a backwards compatibility thing with the Xbox One. And Sony, it's going to be way more challenging for them because of that stupid cell microprocessor they used. Because the coding is going to be all weird. Because that's why that's why Skyrim did, never worked right. Because bethesda of all people couldn't figure out how to get the game to run properly now keep in mind skyrim was a pretty heavy fucking game right it was difficult on most pcs right so it's they just couldn't wrap their head around memory management for this particular chipset and stuff like that so i really do think sony moves to the streaming uh, area and that makes it easier for them because when you're streaming a game, your console isn't playing the game. Right, it's coming you know, from your server. Exactly. So I think that was the easiest route for them. Am I am I saying that Sony is is perfect? In the, no, I think Sony is just reaping what they sowed by choosing this particular processor for the PS3 and it's kicking them in the ass when with the PS4. Well, um, when you look at the, uh, I mean, at the Xbox One, the Xbox One is in essence. A PC, yes, um, because and the PS4 is too as well. Well, to an extent. Well, the PS4 is the same thing because the PS4 they're all using the same parts. AMD made the process for both of them. Well, the reason is because you know the he- head of Xbox uh, publishing, uh, Shannon Loftus, said that essentially the Xbox One will be running an Xbox 360 emulator. Yes, to allow them to offer those titles. Now yes. the thing that su- the thing that isn't I don't feel like I understand what you're saying, but I don't feel is quite val uh, valid point is because here's the thing is that yeah they can offer it through streaming, but yet at the same time Sony is still making money because you have to sign up for that PlayStation now. Yeah. So you're paying monthly, so they're still correcting money on that as opposed to Microsoft, which is saying. Look, you can play your old 360 stuff. If you have the disc, cool. It's free. No, definitely. My, Microsoft, and, and I completely agree with you, Microsoft is the stronger contender here when it comes. I'm, just, I'm not saying that one, I'm not saying Sony's model was better. I'm just saying that I think Sony was forced to go that route because of choices they made in the past. Um, now, we could sit here and say, okay, yeah, you're paying monthly, but then you have access to every game because... Yeah, okay, the Xbox One has backwards compatibility. If you happen to have that game, then it's free for you. But you still got to get the game somehow. You know, so... But now we're nitpicking about silly details. You know, semantics, as they call it. <laughs> um, X, But I fully agree with Steve on this. Um, Microsoft is definitely the stronger contender when it comes to playing classic games 
on the newer consoles. This is something that's going to definitely bring in the older gamers, I think, um, that not too old. I mean, 360 is right. not, I'm not saying an NES, but <laughs> it's, um, it's definitely going to maybe get some people over that fence that maybe still had a 360. Right. Um, I would, I would love to see the full compatibility list for yeah. the hundred games that they're coming out, but they haven't dropped that yet. Mass effect was an obvious, uh, there's rumor that they, uh, Microsoft, cause Microsoft's all about, asking the community now when it comes to right. anything and i love it um they they were red asking dead redemption <laughs> yeah i did an article on that where red dead redemption was one of the highest requested and i, I fuck yeah because red dead redemption first of all never got a pc release that's true which i was so bummed out about i would have loved mod the mod scene on that would have been oh, crazy yeah, and stuff like been. that um, but Rockstar has to sign off on it first because that's the thing now. Now we're talking about legality because the way Microsoft's structure is, at least the way it was worded at E3, is that the company that makes the game, so let's say Rockstar, they sign off. They're not signing off saying, okay, sure, they don't have to work on it because Microsoft's going to take care of it. But now you're sitting there going, okay, but is Rockstar going to trust one of their most classic titles with another company? I don't, I don't give a fuck if it's Microsoft or not. Right. You right. know, some some game companies are not going to want to do that, you know, and they'll go, I don't I don't care. I'm not going to make any money off of it, so I don't really give like a shit. Like you said about Nintendo you know? with uh, GoldenEye and Rare. Exactly, exactly. So I think that, and but Sony deals with that too. Yeah. They can't stream every game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the only problem with backwards compatibility because it's not just pop the game in and it runs it. It's not like putting a CD in a DVD player yeah. or a DVD in a Blu-ray player. It's you're it's running an emulator for specific games because that. Why do you think? And I'm not talking to you, Steve, directly. I'm. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I know you understand this, but why do you figure only a certain select games are being released at a time because this emulator is not universal for every game. Right. They have to test every single game and make sure either there's going to be a single emulator that works for all of them or they're going to each have an emulator yeah. built into the thing. So I don't I don't know the details on that. And you but, know at the beginning it's going to be they're going to find the games that are going to have universal emulators as opposed to individual ones that probably come later. Right. Right. And if you've ever dealt with emulators on the PC, like I've I've done emulators for NES games, Super Nintendo games. For the NES and Super Nintendo it's easy because the code's easy. But then when you start trying to do it with N64 games or something like that, certain games work great, certain games don't. Right. You know, and nothing's different. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just it's just the way it is. Either yeah. the the coding is slightly off or, or whatever. So it's, it is, and what Sony said was true. It is challenging and Microsoft, but that's, what's so memorable from, um, to take away from Microsoft's um, presentation is that it is challenging, but they're doing it anyway. And it's not just a money grab because a lot of people are just going to go buy games used or they already have them. Yeah. It's almost like they're providing them digitally just to be nice, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. All right. Um, let's go ahead. We have two more little segments to go to, so let's just jump into that. And uh, uh, All right. So uh, some, some of you out there may have noticed something during Microsoft's E3 presentation on Monday morning. Uh, I know I couldn't have been the only one, and they never mentioned the Kinect. They talked backwards compatibility and their Elite controller, but there was no mention of the Kinect. Probably because no one cares. <laughs> it seemed that I wasn't the only one that noticed. GameSpot noticed it to 
noticed it, and Microsoft stayed away from the device until later this week. On Thursday, Xbox executive Aaron Greenberg took to took time to talk about the future of the Kinect. On the closing day of the event, Greenberg wanted to let people know that the Kinect is not going anywhere and has a future. Quote, we are absolutely continuing to support Kinect, Greenberg told GameSpot this week at E3. He even said that he, they were working on, quote, innovating and Kinect, uh, innovating with Kinect in a different way. This could be their way of signaling a shift in how the Kinect will be used in gaming, much like Nintendo's constant struggle with their gamepad. Quote, so we're continuing to support Kinect where it makes sense, Greenberg added. Greenberg did cop to the fact that Microsoft was originally envisioned every Xbox One to come with the Kinect. However, after the public outcry, it changed his mind. Quote, we really want Kinect to be the choice for customers. For me, for me I loved it. I, lo- I turn on my Xbox with Kinect. I use it for entertainment. I use it to do screenshots and all that. He said, I like to be able to have my hands on the controllers and use voice command. But frankly, a lot of people also want better value and don't want to have to pay for it. So we're not going to force people to do that. We gave people a choice. The Kinect bundle was one of many missteps that Microsoft had made when they announced the K- Xbox One. However, within the past year, Microsoft has stepped up their game and made a console that is worth owning. For the last year, it seems that Microsoft is playing catch-up, but with E3, it seems they are moving forward and not looking back. Here's one of the things... Oh, go ahead. No, I, I just want to say two things. That last quote you said pretty much sums it all up. Um, Microsoft wants to make the Kinect a choice for people, and I think that was beautifully said um and it's exactly the point is that for some people that want the voice commands great you got them if you don't want them you don't need them so i i think them recognizing that there are there's two kinds of consumers here there's a, a kind of consumer that wants everything and then there's a kind that wants what they need right. and they don't want to fucking break the bank and then the other thing too was um on microsoft making a console that's worth owning i think e3 to be honest and we talked a lot of shit right. when they were fucking up but E3, I think, sealed the deal. I think, I personally, right on par with the PS4 right now. Yeah. And I, I, that's my stand on both consoles. Both <laughs> consoles are great right. for now until somebody fucks up. Right. You know, so. Well, one thing I wanted to say is that if you notice what he said as far as, you know, being able to turn on the Xbox, using voice command, he used it for entertainment to do screenshots. He never mentioned once for gaming. Yeah, that's true, too. You know, so... Well, see, the gaming but, is very dependent on third parties, though. Exactly. But the thing is, is that much like Nintendo, they haven't really been able to utilize the whole Kinect thing. They haven't found out a way to make it part of a game that's useful to people. It's always seemed to be kind of a side deal. Yeah, and if it, it seems like the only feature that people are using from the Kinect nowadays is the voice commands. Like, can you yeah. buy me a fucking microphone? Yeah, just give so me a microphone. So I can save some yeah. money? Yeah, it's like, I, shit. Yeah, I don't need a fucking camera or anything for something that I'm probably not going to use it on. I mean, even with my Xbox 360, sometimes I'll throw in those, uh, their little sports, their little games that they have, you know, that, that use the Kinect. But all in all, I keep the Kinect disconnected. So, um, but yeah, so you have one more. Uh... Oh, yeah, just real quick. And, and this is a very brief article. I'm going to read it off of IGN uh, just to kind of clarify things about the Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, the PS4 version of Final Fantasy VII isn't just a simple remaster of the original, but instead will be an entirely remade version of the beloved PS1 game. In an IGN interview, executive producer Shinji Hashimoto uh, told us that the team 
tasked with bringing the JRPG classic to Sony's modern console is looking back at the original to see what needs to be changed. The game will be made or the game will be more than just an update. In other words, it will be a full-blown remake. Quote, we're putting in a lot of careful thought to meet the expectations of fans, uh, Hashimoto told us. When asked why the time for a remake was now, Hashimoto said conversations had happened over the years, but schedules of key figures, including director um, Yoshinori Katsasi, why can I say Japanese names better than English names? <laughs> um, and character design. It's that Irish uh, blood in you. You hate the fucking English, so you can't say I it. guess, right? <laughs> uh, Tetsuya Nomura um, conflicted. So basically scheduling issues. However, Hashimoto said timing worked for this now. Um, so basically, this, this, this is going to be an area of contempt for some hardcore fans. W- what they're basically saying is they're going to go back to the same. They're going to change things. Yeah. Um, for better or worse. So I don't think they'll change the story because the story is so beloved. It, it would make no sense. I don't think they're going to change the, the world, the layout of the world and stuff like that. What I do think they'll change most definitely, I, I, I could put money on this, is the combat system. The combat system, not Materia. Materia is great. Please don't take that out. Um, <laughs> the combat system, the, the, the 1990s era JRPG turn base is too slow for gamers of today. Yeah. They, even when I go back to play it, I'm, I'm like, okay, come on. You know what I mean? So I think uh, just a more faster pace, you know, something like that. Maybe not straight out action RPG. It could still be turn based, but it needs to move. Yeah. You know, um, I think they'll definitely change that. But every story, I don't see them changing. But and then it comes to the thing, even if they did change some things around that I wouldn't want them to change. And and I am a big fan of this game and, and the series. I wouldn't be too upset because the original is still there. Yeah. You, know, you want to play the original, go ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's, it kind of goes back to what they do to movies and what they do to everything else. Yeah. So I'm excited about this, and it's finally happening. <laughs> All right. So final thoughts. What did, final, you, what did you think about this year? I thought E3 was dope this year. Um, tons of fucking announcements. The Final Fantasy VII, Shenmue III, Xbox came – or Microsoft came really fucking strong, definitely showing off the um, – the uh, HoloLens and the connectivity with Minecraft. And and I think that was a big one, too, that they showed that they're really not changing the core game. They're just trying to provide it on different pro- platforms and to be played in different ways. Um, definitely excited for... Um, oh, fuck. Halo, Halo Guardians looks great. Sony... And this, now I'm forgetting everything we talked about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Sony... I think Sony had a good presentation, but not as good as Microsoft. I think Microsoft really outshined everybody else yeah. um, in terms of things they were talking about and what they had to show off. Uh, EA, their sports games look great. Um, Bethesda, kind of surprised with that Doom trailer. I did not expect that to come out. Um, Square Enix, again, Final Fantasy uh, 7, as well as um, World of Final Fantasy just has me curious. Uh, so we'll see. What else is Square Enix doing? The fucking... Jesus Christ, there's so much shit going on that I, I can't even keep track. Hold on real quick, because I know there was something else that I wanted to talk about, and I'm going to keep talking. Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to keep talking until I find it. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3, definitely gameplay trailer was actually a surprise for me. They've been so tight-lipped about this. Yeah. Um, definitely. Star Ocean, Star Ocean Integrity and Faithfulness, I'm very excited about that. Very popular um, and good um, JRPG as well. 
uh ubisoft our friends ubisoft ubisoft um assassin's creed i don't care you're gonna you're gonna have to prove that you're doing something interesting with that um before i'll give a shit um the ghost recon wildlands definitely excited excited to see what that's all about and the new south park game is is going to be a good game most thing out of that that i'm excited is anno 2205 i hope they don't fuck that up uh, Nintendo, the only thing that was worth mentioning, well, actually two things, one we talked about and one I guess we didn't, um, Super Mario uh, Maker definitely looks great, um, and what we did not mention was a Wii U title, Yoshi's Woolly World, the art style is great, it's completely oh, yeah, made out of um, like knit- knitting, <laughs> it just, it, it, looked, it reminds me of Paper Mario. Oh, yeah. When you first saw Paper Mario. Um, definitely looking forward to seeing how that is. And that's my sum up of <laughs> E3. <sighs> <laughs> so, my turn? <laughs> I, I just wanted to get it all out there, yeah. man. No, I get you. I get you. <laughs> um, my overall view for E3 was, yeah, I think it, this was Microsoft's E3. Uh, I think Microsoft came out really, really strong. It came out, the backwards compatibility, I think, was a big thing for uh Microsoft, but also finding with the fact that you're having like, you know, uh, Ghost Re- uh, uh the Com- Tom Clancy books. I mean, the Com- <laughs> Tom Clancy games and uh, Fallout that you're getting, you know, old versions of those games that that's, that's so, so supporting. So it looks like they are actually working to make this stuff work. And um, I think Microsoft really, really came out really strong this year. Their Halo lens looks fucking amazing. Uh, I so I, I think in a lot of instances, I think. This is the Microsoft's first step, and you guys know that we've always, you know, loved our. We love our PS4, and we're, you know, but that's why we're yeah, not. I still do. <laughs> and we're not complete fanboys that we can't acknowledge the good of other companies. Um, but like Microsoft, this is Microsoft's first step, in my opinion, to actually step ahead and say, okay, we're done catching up. Now we're going to forge new ground because Sony's not doing this, and you know nobody else is doing this, so we're going to start doing this. And and I think that that's a. I think they really were the highlight. The next one I would have to say would be Bethesda with Fallout 4. Right. Uh, a lot of the stuff they're coming out with uh, to uh, for the game and also the before the uh, bombs drop and you know the the fact that they're going to support mods on the Xbox One for PC gaming, I think is really strong. Uh, Sony, yeah, I have to say Sony. The only real surprise from Sony was the Last Guardian because no one really, everybody expected that game to be dead. Uh, yeah. So that was really that was really a big surprise. The rest of it was just kind of announcements that weren't you know abnormally huge. EA, of course, Star Wars Battlefront, I thought looked fucking amazing. Right. Um. Uh, going into Square Enix, I mean, Rise of the Tomb Raider, I, I you know I, that's kind of really a really big one for me there. Um, Ubisoft, uh, the South Park game really kind of just seemed cool. Uh, I have to play the first one and try that one. Um, Ninten- Mario Maker, I think, is really kind of it for Nintendo for me. Uh, Star Fox, like I said, is a little on the fence about. Um, and then the Transformer game, I, I just love that look and the the whole right. '80s feel for it. I think that's going to be that's going to be good. But I, I think overall, I think in my opinion, Microsoft really took it. Um, you know, people. I've heard people say that oh, Bethesda, but it's just because it was Fallout Four. That's just fanboys. Yeah, that's fanboys. You know, right it's, there. and 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 believe me, I could have easily done that when I when I was first watching it too. Yeah, but, you, know, you got to get perspective. And you know what's funny? I'm 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 looking quickly over the the Sony thing that we just read. I think the reason Sony, I I really do think Sony was one of the weakest 
in the lot. And that doesn't mean they pissed me off or I was disappointed, but they they really didn't show off anything we didn't already know about. Yeah, that was the thing. There was no real surprises out of Sony. And the only thing was um, Guerrilla Games' new IP, Horizon Zero Dawn, of course. Yeah, but um, it's, it's, it's but... kind of hard to be excited about something you that's new. You know, it's like, oh, that's yeah. cool. it's new, but you don't, you know, there's no real, like, you know. And then no one gets credit for showing off Arkham Knight. Right, right. We, we already fucking know about that. Exactly. Like, nobody cares. And then they talked about an expansion to a game that people are already starting to not play anymore. Right. And Firewatch does look really fucking good, as well as No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky um, looks I, really cool, yeah. I didn't want it to sound like we were shitting on Sony. Like, I, I, I really don't think anyone did poorly. And even in Nintendo, like Nintendo didn't have much to show, but they didn't have a conference, so I right. can't really fault them. They just showed a video clip stuff of stuff they were doing. Yeah. So if they had a full on conference and that's all they talked about, I'd be talking shit. Well, you kind of expected when they when uh, Project Cars said that they probably wouldn't be able to do a Project Cars for the Wii U. It may be with the next console, and Nintendo themselves said that well, we won't talk about a new console until 2016, which could be the reason why they didn't show up. Yeah, Nintendo already said that they they've checked out for 2015. They're yeah. they're really not doing anything this year. I honestly think they're going to very soon put Wii U on cruise control. Um yeah. once it's more official that this new console's coming out. Um I'm definitely curious about what they're doing. I really hope they step their game up and get some technology in that console that's that's on par with right. uh what the other guys have. I'm I'm tired of seeing Nintendo just looking like a fucking you know, a little kid following the pack that got hit on the head too many fucking times. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like, right, right. Um, yeah, but I think um, just real quick because I'm just trying to give a little shine to the ones that we didn't say much about. Um, EA, of course, the Old Republic, um, Mass Effect. I, I would have liked more detail on it though. Yeah. I mean, they kind of just a teaser, and and E3 is not the time for teasers. It's it's the time for a little bit of a substance. Um, Sports games, I mean, EA sports games, they're great. Like you can't, you can't. There's not much to say. Yeah, they're about as um, American as American Pie, you know. That's right. Um, and and I think the biggest thing for that was, of course, Battlefront. But yeah, uh, yeah, fucking E3, baby. Yeah, that. So that puts a close on this year's E3. Uh, you can catch a lot of the links to a lot of our sites in the show notes, uh, and uh, go to our website. You'll be able to see them there. A lot of the press conferences are there in the article, so you'll be able to check those out. Uh, so really quickly, like we mentioned earlier in the podcast, we said we got quite a few comments and questions and stuff like that for um, on the site lately. So I uh, wanted to take uh, two kind of questions and one comment. Uh, in last week's podcast, I said something about, uh, you know, uh, you know, stuff that you were looking forward to after this year's E3. And um, Orbital Fetus, love that name. Uh, left us a comment on the website and um, his favorite he was looking at was Star Wars Battlefront. He loved one and two. I love the single player and I prefer to beat the game in single player before I go to, into multiplayer. The new game has now single player campaign. Really? And let us I like that, uh, talk about how there are no space battles. Really? Space battles are done really well with Star Wars Battlefront 2 but I think it's a travesty that it's not available in the new game. Let us also discuss Jedi Academy. This is without a doubt the best Star Wars game ever made. Look at some of the yes. vids. Jedi Academy is the last in a series of games that should never have died. I feel very strongly about this. Hold up. Gotta uh, clinch my anus real quick. Uh, I completely agree with him. Jedi Academy was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. I was like, yep, I, I agree with that one. He goes, yeah, I also like to hear 
what you got to say about the multiple versions of VR that are promising us the world. Thanks for entertaining uh, me with your shows. So, um, Adam and I kind of well, talked. Real quick, real quick before we get into VR. Um, and shit, I, now I forgot what the fuck I was going <laughs> to say. Um, with uh, the no space battles. Oh, yeah. I can't guarantee this, but... I would not be surprised if I saw a DLC pack that added that functionality yeah. into I mean, the game. I mean, there is already one where there's already one where we get to fly the Falcon. Yeah. Now it may, so. be, and we've seen it in the trailer where the Falcon's fighting Tie Fighters on the planet side, but not space battles. I, I I would agree with you that I would say that it could be like we're already kind of like holy shit, we're playing Hoth and you know and Endor and all that stuff. We could possibly see a space battle as a DLC. They haven't announced DLCs, but I wouldn't put that far from that. It's Jedi Academy, completely agree with you. Fucking one of the greatest games out there. Yes. Um, right next to Shadows of the Empire for the, the N64. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I have to say that one. Uh, but as far as VR goes, Adam and I talked about this before the show because we kind of discussed it amongst ourselves about what we think. I, I think it's still too early with VR. I mean, the only thing we really got to see is the HoloLens from Microsoft. Right. And the rest of the VR, I, I, and I think, you know, you, you, you kind of summed it up when you said that to have something that's going to cost us like 1500 bucks on top of what we're going to have for our computer, stuff like that, the content, it's like 4K televisions. There's no content for it yet. So why would we go for that? The, t- the technology needs to come out now and it needs to come out now in its own way because that's how it gets started but is it i firmly believe it is that oculus rift and and vr like that is not ready um until until it is cheaper and it's more widely used in different variety games The, the only games i can think off the top of my head for oculus rift is um elite dangerous i know there's a few others but i mean i don't you know, it, it's just, it's just not there. The only thing close to VR, and I know it's not full VR. The only thing close to it that I am fully on board with is Hololens. I think Hololens is is fleshed out. Um, it's it makes sense with today's gaming technology. Um, now, Oculus Rift would be great, like for a fighter pilot. You know right, what I mean? Right, but right. it it seems like that kind of technology right now. Um, um, Hololens, though. I'm looking at the helmet. I don't think it's going to be any more than a few hundred bucks. It will work wirelessly. It works with the console or the computer. You don't need extra setups. Like It just makes sense more. The one thing that I have to agree with you on HoloLens is the fact that it's utilized with Minecraft, one of the biggest selling games out there right now. And yeah, it doesn't even matter that they don't have that many games because they have it with a game that pretty much everyone wants to play and, and the fact that if you're playing that game on a console and you see that you're going to want to try it with that and the fact that yes. it has minecraft and that's really what it needs it really needs a big title to kind of pull it in and say like this is what you need to do this is what well, this, needs to work this was outside of e3 but i remember when they first were talking about the hololens and um, they were showing off how it can be utilized in uh, non-gaming activities. They were showing off the Mars, and right. uh, they're walking around on Mars and stuff like that. Um, I think that that and Microsoft loves to do that. They they try to do that with the Kinect too, and try to get it into the medical field. Um, I think that's how you're really going to get a technology to move forward when it has other applications that could be used in everyday life. Um, cause it's all about money, man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, yeah. and if it's only a handful of games, it, it's, it's, 
now we're talking about the uh, whatever that fucking gun was for the NES that only had six games on it. Oh right, you know well, that nobody bought. So that's, that's, to me, it's like yeah, it's promising us the world, but until I actually see it and right. see what it's coming with, I'm not really sold on it yet. And that's the thing with the HoloLens. We've already seen demonstrations. The E3 was the biggest demonstration so yeah. far. We already know what it's doing. Right. You know, so that's the only one I'm putting my money on. Yeah. All right. And the next one comes from Amador. Uh, hey, you guys. Hope this finds you uh, well. So I've been catching up on podcasts and loving it. I know you guys have been talking about getting an Xbox One in the near future, and it's kind of leads me to ask this question. I'm getting a limited edition Batman PS4. Boss by the way. Yes. Total beast mode right there. And I already have an Xbox One, so the question is, do you guys have any recommendations for a headset that would work on both systems, or uh, anything being released at th- E3 that could solve the problem? Thanks, and keeping up the great work on the podcast. So I wrote him a reply, um, and I'll just read it here. Uh, it says, hey, Adam here. This is a question I quickly asked myself when I decided I wanted to get an Xbox One. It uh, doesn't make much sense to have different headsets if you can if you can use the same for all of them. Um, I don't know your price range, so I've I've picked out one headset on the high end and one on the low end that I like. Uh, both the Turtle Beach headsets because I've never had an issue with that brand. I've always used tur- for consoles. I've always used Turtle Beach headsets, um, mostly because they're just they have a whole range of prices and functions. They're just good. Um, on the high end, I would go with the EarForce XP510. Uh, these things have a ton of features and with wireless connectivity being the main draw. Uh, they also have built-in Bluetooth as well, like you can stream from your iPod or what have you. Um, and a bunch of customization op- options to get the sound exactly the way you want it. Um, they're just great. They're great. I use them at a, I don't own them, but I use them at a... What? Everyone wants to fucking talk to me tonight. Yeah, of course. Um, the phone's too far away for me to turn it down. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm that lazy. Um, on the low end, I went with the EarForce DX12s. Uh, these are wired headsets, uh, but sound great. Uh, mic was pretty clear uh, when I had it as well. Uh, this one required a converter to get to work on the PS4, but you'll find that with most headsets that work with both, both consoles. Um, so I hope that helped you out. Um, and, and also I just wanted to mention head headsets are a very personal thing. They're kind of like a, a gaming mouse. Yeah. Um, you need to put it on your head and see how it feels. And, and so, I mean, you can, you can listen to reviews about the sound quality and the mic quality fine, but if you can get into a store and turtle beach is very good about this. I know best buy usually has a turtle beach stand where they'll have their main headsets and you can kind of put them on and see how they feel. Always remember they, they need to be broken in a little bit um, uh, before they start feeling real good. Uh, but that's, I mean, because I have a really big fucking head. He does. You know? So it's hard for me to oh, get headsets. Oh, you're talking about the one on shoulders? I'm talking about both. Because um, <laughs> the other sometimes does the talking. <laughs> <laughs> and the thinking. Um, <laughs> True. It's hard for me to get to get headsets, and I know people with big heads know this, because and I wear glasses, so if they're not if they're too small, they pinch my glasses and and they pinch you right under where your jaw your lower jaw connects to your skull, and it, it just creates headaches and bullshit like that. That's why I'm using these shitty Plantronic headset <laughs> because it's the only thing I can find that's comfortable. Although I found some other ones that I'm probably gonna get later on. Blah 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 blah. So yeah, those are the two that I would recommend like off the cuff. I answered that like right away. Uh, but definitely do some research and, and check the reviews and stuff like that. All right. 
All right. Well, if you liked what you heard, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast because once you subscribe, you will automatically receive all our podcast content. Choose two shows twice a week, and we like we make it extremely easy for you guys to get all of our content. Also, spread the word. We can only do so much. If you dig the show, uh, just go ahead and let people know about it. They'll thank you for it later. Um, especially with this E3 thing, we you know it's double our normal <laughs> our normal time. We're already crushing in on. Uh, two hours and 15 minutes. So, uh, yeah, so just get the word out there. We all love you, basically. Yeah. And I'm so not paying attention. <laughs> I, was re- I was rereading his question for some reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, because we only think about you um, like we don't have lives ourselves. We really don't. I'm, I'm pretty much just busy. Um, <laughs> the least you guys could do. Uh, is leave us a comment on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get the show. We have been seeing uh, comments coming in uh, more frequently, and we're, lo- we're we're loving that that connection with you guys. Yeah. You know, it's just so I ne- beautiful. I never see Adam move fast enough and I say, "Hey, we got a new comment." I'm there. <laughs> yeah, I hey, fuck it. I, I I like comments, you know, and and it's um I like answering questions and all that silly shit. Even if I don't know the answer, I'll look it up for you. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. If there's one thing, and Steve knows, if there's one thing that I'm good at is looking things up extremely quickly. Yeah. Like, I just like, oh, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> so, you know, whatever. Um, if you subscribe to the RSS feed, head over to thelazygeeks.com, drop us a comment there. Just leave us a fucking comment. Just yeah. find a place and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just do send, whatever. Me a, send me a letter for crazy. Just do something. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. And if you have some ideas, topics, or questions for the show, just don't be afraid to share them. Uh, just go ahead and hit us up on Facebook, The Lazy Geeks, uh, Twitter, at The Lazy Geeks, Instagram, The Lazy Geeks, Google Plus, The Lazy Geeks. That's It's all like one word, The Lazy Geeks. Also, Snapchat at, yeah, that's right, The Lazy Geeks. <laughs> and MySpace at Skittlesnuggle. <laughs> XOXO. Ice um, Q. <laughs> Friendster. No. Um, you can even send in an email. You know, if you want to cut through the bullshit, you can just send us an email too um, of whatever you want, really. Um, I have really good virus programs. I'm, I'm not afraid. Um, the Geeks at thelazygeeks.com. All right. And that is it. For this week's super-sized edition of the Lazy Geeks podcast, E3, baby. That Mm. closes out E3 until next year. Well, hopefully I'll be able to attend next year. uh, With those press passes. With those press passes. Get get us a press pass, and then you can hear from both of us over there. And all you'll be hearing is, oh, my God, I can't take I'm at E3. (laughs) You're Steve reporting, and then we'll go, Adam is in the corner twitching. (laughs) Just passed out. He's, I, I would we continue this podcast, but he's in the shower right now, cuddled in the corner, just shaking. Right, <laughs> just back and forth, man, <laughs> back and forth. Uh, all right, and uh, stay tuned to next week where we have our our rumor podcast, Cult of the Fanboy, which will be covering some interesting Indiana Jones and you know uh, uh, Thor three possible rumors and fucking even gta 6 so tune in uh friday for that podcast so until then i'm steven vargas i'm adam riley peace out
This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com. Goodbye.